local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's six o'clock, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, drivers unhappy with the new Black Cat roundabout. Man in court over death on a Watford golf course and victory for Lewis Hamilton at the Bahrain Grand Prix. BBC Three Counties Radio. Motorists are criticising changes to the Black Cat roundabout on the A1 in Bedfordshire. Highways England has spent £5.5 million improving the road layout and installing new traffic lights, which they say will take a few weeks to calibrate. But drivers say it's done nothing to ease congestion. We got a shop just round the corner and whenever we come up in the morning or afternoon there's exactly the same as was before. I don't think it's improved at all. I say sack the planner. We're going through it tonight. It's exactly the same as it was six months ago, eight months ago. Uh, no, no improvement at all. Um, traffic needs to be taken over it with a flyover. A man is due to stand trial today accused of killing another man at a golf club in Watford. 64-year-old Terry Hutchinson died three days after the alleged assault at the Casterbury Park course last May. 51-year-old John Harrington from High Street in Redbourne has pleaded not guilty to manslaughter. European foreign ministers are meeting today to discuss the record number of migrants attempting to reach Europe from North Africa. Up to 700 migrants have feared drowned after their boat capsized off the coast of Libya on Saturday night. Leonard Doyle from the International Organisation for Migration says something has to be done to stop innocent people dying. This is a very difficult problem because however you look at it, there's another problem right behind it. But one thing we cannot do is the world cannot sit on its hands as it has been doing and allow people to drown and die like this over probably 1,500 so far this year. Today's the last day to sign up to vote in the general election on May the 7th. It's estimated that up to 7.5 million people remain unregistered. An independent report says the post office failed to find out why cash went missing from post office branches before starting criminal proceedings against postmasters. It says that in many cases the shortfalls could have been called by criminals using malicious software, by IT systems or by human error. Jo Hamilton used to run a sub-post office and says she felt under pressure to plead guilty to false accounting. After I'd read the report I actually felt relieved that someone at last had put down in a document... Um, exactly what happened to us and they've had the same frustrations that we had trying to get paperwork out of the post office to help our cases to investigate what's gone wrong. New research suggests the number of young teenage girls experiencing emotional problems has increased dramatically over the past five years. The survey suggests that one in five girls aged 11 to 13 is at risk. In sport, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton made it three wins out of four this season with victory at the Bahrain Grand Prix. Hamilton finished ahead of Kimi Raikkonen in the Ferrari, who stole second place ahead of Nico Rosberg. And the weather will be chilly at first, but warming up with mist and fog clearing to leave a fine and sunny day Top temperatures around 17 degrees Celsius, that's 63 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. What a panda has ever done for me. Excellent question, sir. One we'll be answering throughout the show. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's Monday. Forget that. Forget that. For those of you who regularly listen to this hour, this is kind of like, well, it's, I mean, this isn't kind of like, this is exactly like our sort of lost secret hour. We're still trying to come up with a name for it. Between six and seven, 
literally eight people listening. I don't know. I don't know why I bother. Oh, because I'm contractually obliged to. But 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 for those six, seven, eight people, I think it's the best hour of the show. I think it's the best hour of the show. We're coming up with names for this hour of the show. It's exclusive. It's members only. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC so far. Three Counties Radio. So far. So far. So far. The names we have are Our Hour. Our Hour. That's a good one. No. Our Hour. Our Hour. The Hairy Hour, which I absolutely mm. hate. The, the best one we've got so far is Ragging Around, which is sponsored by Ollie Martins. Oh, ragging okay. around. That's the best name we've got for this first hour of the show. Can you come up with something better, please? 08459 555 555. Ali G joins us for today. Ali G, uh, throwing, I'm just throwing you on the spot, mate, uh, because that's the kind of uh, danger that we uh, enjoy here at BBC Three Counties Radio. We're not Hereford and Worcester, for goodness sakes. Um, Tepid! Uh, Ali G, have you got a name for the first hour of the show? No. Oh, dear. Disappointing start. 81333, start your text 3CR. Unless you're saying something rude, then start your text HW. Ragging around. Get your rock. 
It's naughty, it's mysterious. Scott suggested the hour of power. I I mean, really. And Marie has suggested the power hour. Now that... That I like. Peter's in Wolverton. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Ian. Peace be with you. Peace be with everybody, Peter. All of the souls, apart from the sinners. What have you got for us, Pete? (laughs) Well, um, a a name for the uh, hour. It's going to be a good one. 60 minutes of mystery and mayhem. I don't think I've got room on my whiteboard to jot that down. Oh, you must have. And where's the mystery? The mystery Uh, is, how does Kelly Betts end up working here every single day and not get the sack? Huh? Huh? (laughs) Do Do you know what I'm saying, Peter? Yeah, I know what you mean, but uh, that is incorrect. Uh, the mi- the mystery is, you never know what's going to happen. Next. Sixty, so give us it again, Peter. Uh, Sixty minutes of mystery and mayhem. Beautiful. That was the chair, by the way, at the end of that. Oh, whatever. Clip that. We'll put that on the board. Thank you. Hey, good news, guys. Good news. You know all that money. I'm seamlessly going into a news story. You know all that money that was spent on improvements to the Black Cat roundabout on the A1? You know the one near Bedford? Yeah, the £5.6 million that was spent to ease congestion. Huh? Well, guess what? You're telling us it's not worked. Many of you have contacted BBC Three Counties Radio. This guy's... To say the tailbacks are worse than ever and the new road lout is confusing. So we sent our reporter, Matt Lockwood, who's very easily confused, to leave us alone for a couple of hours and take a drive up there. Here's what happened. I will be there Up and over I will be there Up and over OK, I've switched off the radio now because we're approaching the Black Cat roundabout. Let's just put the windows up. Let's get serious now. Uh, already I've hit tailbacks. Long tailbacks, in fact. So this is not looking good at all. So we're now just crawling towards the roundabout. This is one of the things we've been warned about. They've made these improvements, the Highways Agency, to the roundabout, but yet the tailbacks are worse than ever. I'm trying to drive and talk at the same time. Uh, It's not my forte, but I'll give it a go. We've also heard that the road layout is confusing. Starting route to Bedford. In a quarter of a mile, at the roundabout, take the fourth exit to merge onto A421 towards M1. Well, this guy let me in. Come on, let me in. Be a gentleman. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, first thing you notice about this roundabout is there are lots the and lots... Take the fourth exit to merge onto A421 towards M1. All right, shut up. There are lots and lots of traffic lights. Uh, many more lanes than before. Lots of feeder lanes. Okay, I think I'm in the right lane here. I mean, this roundabout looks half finished. Still lots of diggers, traffic cones, but to be honest with you, the layout is not too confusing, and now I'm off the roundabout. Alright, that wasn't too confusing off the roundabout, no problem at all really. Might be a bit confusing if you use it for the first time, 
but if you use it every day you'd soon get used to that. The main problem is the congestion due to rush hour today, it's uh, 5 to 5 on a Friday afternoon, uh, but also these traffic lights which perhaps need some adjustment so that uh, more traffic can flow through at certain times. and mayhem.
news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Hudston on the A10 southbound, it's been closed between the Harlow turnoff and the A10 link road for the Hudston roundabout because of an accident involving three vehicles. In Buckingham, it's looking a little bit slow on the speed sensors around the roadworks at London Road at the total roundabout. And in Neeston on the North Circular Road, it's starting to build up between the M1 at the Staples Corner flyover towards Wembley. On the Looking at the CCTV cameras on the M1 and the A1M, it is looking a little foggy, so visibility could be a problem for driving on the motorway this morning. And on the train's London Midland have a replacement bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction because the train's broken down. And on the Jubilee line, it's suspended between Stanmore and Wembley Park. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, go on, Sammy. Oh, yeah, and to you. What happened? What happened? When? Last two day. Oh, um... Uh, week, week, the the weekend. The weekend. I went to the park. It was lovely, thank Aww. you. And you? No, we didn't go together. No, what did you do this none weekend? None of your business, blimey. Where did she get off? A nosy mare. What did you do, sweetie? None of your business. 6.17. Um, the phone in this morning is Wapen. 08459 oh, four double five five double five. Wapen. I made myself laugh. Ah, it's 6.17. It's Monday, the 20th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Motorists say congestion at the Black Cat roundabout is just as bad as before after multi-million pound improvement works. A man is due to stand trial today accused of killing another player at a golf club in Watford. And today is the last day for people to register to vote in May's general election. And boy, oh boy, will we be talking about that later on, Kelly Betts. BBC Three Counties Radio. As the general election gets closer, we want to know what you really think. Sometimes it gets a bit boring, I think. But we kind of feel like nothing changes. The Parliament really needs a good shake-up. We're holding a number of debates across beds, hearts and bucks, focusing on the biggest issues. The national health. I think that's a big concern at the moment. Immigration, probably. I think education, more than anything. If you'd like to take part and have your say, you can register your interest right now. Email 3cr at bbc.co.uk or call 08459 455 555. I always do the vote because I think it's uh, my right to vote. Election 2015 on BBC Three Counties Radio. 525,600 <laughs> minutes. You like that one? I missed that. What, what happened? 08459 455 555. Horace? Uh, hello, Ian. What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What's that? That's French, is it? What happened? What happened? Um, what happened? And the same to you, Ian. What you got for us, Horace? Well, uh, you know, you do a lot of yapping and... Sorry? You, you do a lot of yapping mm. to get people, to encourage people to yap back to you, so I call, call it the yappy hour. Oh! Oh! Horace! Horace, Horace, Horace! Oh, that, no, hang on, I'm writing that on the whiteboard. The yappy, oh, 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 you're in the lead so far. Hang on a second, hang on. Chris? Oh, yeah. Chris, what do you reckon Taurus is, the yappy hour? Sounds like you're happy. Yeah, exactly. I think that was the point, wasn't it, Horace? <laughs> well, it's a mixture of being happy and yappy. Yeah. 
Chris, you've got a suggestion. Now, listen, before you offer your suggestion, is it better or worse than the yappy hour? Just think very carefully. Well, it's partly a suggestion from Jonathan, so it's got to be better. Okay, let's well, let's hear it. The Bish Bash Bosh Warriors. Oh, hang on. Jonathan who? Jonathan Vernon Smith. When has he called us the Bish Bash Bosh Warriors? He didn't. He was going on about your Bish Bash Bosh and then get on with the grouting the other day. Oh, I've got to sort my clips out because I don't know where all my... um, uh, I don't know where all my clips are. Yes, there is a clip of Jonathan Vernon Smith talking... Oh, um... Jonathan Vernon? No, hang on. Is this it? Jonathan Vernon? No, Jonathan Vernon Smith... Oh, um, oh, hang on. Can't sex sometimes just be about bish, bash, bosh, let's get on with the grouting? The bish, bash, bosh warriors, they're both on the... Chris and Horace, I'm thinking of getting little laminated membership cards made up for people that listen to this hour because figures have shown that up to as many as nine people listen between six and seven. (laughs) Chris, would you like a little laminated membership card? I'd love one. Horace, you. would you like one? Uh, yeah, nothing could be better. They're gonna. Sorry. Nothing could be better. They're gonna work out at about twenty-five pounds each. Are you okay with that? Uh, a, bit, well, a little bit more than that. That's a bit cheap, I think. Beautiful. Thirty-five. That's seventy-five. Chris, you you okay for that? Twice the price. If you could drop the money off in, in uh, the plain brown envelopes to BBC Three Counties Radio, The Bins, Luton.
for a second. That was uh, a lady. And she was singing a song. Never knew life like this before. I just fill in the gap. Is it never knew life or love? Love. Okay, so I don't want to hear that sick message. <laughs> now, new research says an estimated 69,000 people... Oh, I've, I've missed a line. Hang on a second. Let me just set this up, otherwise it means nothing. Uh, a quarter of people with Parkinson's disease say they've had their symptoms mistaken for being drunk. New research says an estimated 69,000 people with the condition in the UK have suffered hostility and rudeness from members of the public. Many have been laughed at, and one in seven say they feel trapped inside their homes because of these reactions. This is incredible, Kelly. Uh, just for, for those who don't know, I'm sure most people do, Parkinson's disease, what is it? How common is it? It's a progressive neurological condition. It's caused by the lack of a chemical in the brain called dopamine. This happens when some nerve ends in the brain die, and without dopamine, people's movements become slower, which means it obviously takes longer for them to do things. The stats, one person in every 500 has Parkinson's, so that's about 127,000 people in the UK. Symptoms and how quickly they progress are different for everyone, and it's more common in men than it is in women. Uh, there, uh, Michael J. Fox, of course, famously, you, 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 it's tend to be associated, as I'm sure you're aware, with older people, but younger mm -hmm. people like Michael J. Fox perhaps the most famous Parkinson's sufferer. There's not a cure for it, is there? No, there's not. Uh, we don't actually know why people do get the condition, but drugs and treatments are available to manage many of the symptoms. So you can get uh, supported treatments like physiotherapy or occupational therapy, medication, and in some cases, surgery. But 
some people may not need any treatment during the early stages of Parkinson's disease, as sometimes the symptoms are mild. What, so why are we talking about today? What's happened today? So Parkinson's UK say that over half a million people with the d- disease in the southeast have experienced rudeness from members of the public. So people who don't realise that they have Parkinson's oh. have been treated badly. So if they're trying to get money out at cash points, people have tried to hurry them along because they oh think dear. that they're being slow for no reason. Oh dear. You know. And later you'll be speaking to Tom from Hertfordshire. He has Parkinson's disease and says his symptoms have been mistaken for drunkenness. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, um, One of my greatest uh, uh, shameful moments was when I was about... Before my mum got diagnosed with MS, I was about 14, and a woman phoned up for my mum and she sounded... Kaylide, she sounded mm. absolutely drunk. And I said, oh, Mum, there's a drunk woman on the phone for you. She went, oh, who's that? And she came back, she went, oh, no, that's Carol. She's got MS. And it was, yeah. it was a slur. I felt terrible. Of course, my mum's got it now. But the thought of someone, you know, if you, <laughs> so why would you shout at someone at a, a cash machine? Because they're, you know, taking a bit of time and they're a bit wobbly. It's, um... Anyway, if that's happened to you, if you have any instances of that, uh, 08459 455 555. Uh, let's get some trav. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Hudson on the A10 southbound, there's been an accident between the Harlow turn-off and the Hudson roundabout, so all the lanes have reopened, but there are delays slightly through that stretch. In Bricketwood on the A405 North Orbit Road, that's looking slow at the M25 junction 21A roundabout, and it's also looking busy on the North Circular Road between the M1 at the Staples Corner flyover and Wembley. On the train to London, Midland have a replacement bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction because a train broke down and on the underground there are severe delays between Stanmore and Wembley Park because of a signal failure earlier. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you. Getting some very strong and some not so strong suggestions for um, what we can call this hour. Scott suggested the scat pack. After We don't play jazz though, Scott. I don't understand why that would... I can't stand jazz music. Uh, Darren says the Secret Service. Paul says the Valen Hour. Anthony says the uh, the Hour of Death. I mean, well, huh? that's something blimey. Uh, any more suggestions? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Let's get the news. Here's Lee. Across beds, hearts, and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Six, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, motorists are criticising changes to the Black Cat roundabout on the A1 in Bedfordshire. Highways England has spent £5.5 million improving the road layout and installing new traffic lights, which they say will take a few weeks to calibrate. A man is due to stand trial today accused of killing another man at a golf club in Watford. 64-year-old Terry Hutchinson died three days after the alleged assault at the Casterbury Park course last May. And today is the last day to sign up to vote in the general election on May the 7th. It's estimated that up to 7.5 million people remain unregistered. The weather will be chilly at first but warming up with mist and fog clearing to leave a fine and sunny day. Top temperatures around 17 degrees Celsius, 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton has extended his lead at the top of the Formula One Drivers' Championship with victory at the Bahrain Grand Prix. The world champion finished ahead of Kimi Raikkonen's Ferrari in second with his Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg in third. He weaves towards the chequered flag. The crowd roars and Lewis Hamilton takes his third victory of the year, the 36th of his career and two years running here in Bahrain. Pole 
and the win. It's been a masterclass from Lewis Hamilton. Watford are a point clear at the top of the championship after Saturday's 1-0 home win against Birmingham. Craig Cathcart scored the goal and the Hornets boss, Lovisa Djukanovic, is delighted with the progress his side have made. It's a really tough and complicated week. We, we finished the week with successful week for, for us. Now it's important rest little bit our body, our mind and, and be ready for the for prepared, uh, next Brighton game. The Milton Keynes Dons are a point behind a League One automatic promotion position after Saturday's 6-1 home win over Leighton Orient. Bowditch, Baker and Ali scored with Rob Hall getting a hat-trick and the Dons boss Carl Robinson is positive his side can go up. If we end up on 91 points and don't go up, I think it's, uh, it'll be quite remarkable. So I think if we control our own destiny and our own future, we, uh, we've got some very difficult games ourselves, Doncaster now and Rochdale, and before we finish off in the spectacle, last game of the season on the Sunday into Oval, and um, it's, it's, we're almost at the end. And, but I think if you go into the players' play, I don't think anyone will cope with us. So whatever way you want to throw at us, we'll take it. It's as simple as that. And Aston Villa are through to their first FA Cup final in 15 years after beating Liverpool 2-1 at Wembley. Fabian Delft scored a second-half winner to reach the final against Arsenal at the end of May. That's BBC Three Counties News and Sport. More at 7 o'clock. This is Yasmin Khan oh, hey. on BBC Three is Counties it? Radio. Is it like just morning, Yasmin. How are good, you today? Uh, good morning, Justin Dealey. I enjoyed your video on Facebook last night, Yasmin. Very good. Uh, of uh, of uh, yes, dancing, dancing, dancing. You're right, just yeah, I'm fine, boss. Yourself, uh, yeah, fine. We've come up with some great names for this first hour of the show. Mm, mm. So, this morning, we've had uh, the power hour, like that one a lot. Yeah, 60 minutes of mystery and mayhem. Yeah, bish bash warriors. <laughs> I like that one. My a lot. favorite yeah. is the yappy hour. Yeah, I quite like that one. Uh, oh. wh- what about just um, just hanging? Sorry? Just hanging. It sounds... How are you hanging? Yeah. No. Because in the first hour, yeah. you are just hanging before you get to 7 o'clock, Look. and then, of course, things get a bit more serious, okay. a bit more tense. So two, in the first two, hour, two, we're Two hanging. points. First yeah. of all, hanging sounds like you're talking about um, uh, uh, Winkles. Right. Secondly, what if we do a story about someone who's hanging themselves? Well, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we can change the title for that day. We can't... No, it has to be a... T- hang on a minute. Wayne? Hello. Good morning, Wayne. You're right. Yes, thanks you. Th- the hanging hour doesn't work, does it? Hello? <laughs> Wayne? That means no. Wayne? He's Wayne's gone. gone. Well, see, Justin, you've offended him so... Let's try and get Wayne back. You've offended him so much, he's had to hang up. Wayne, I'm very, very sorry. Wayne? Great name. Stop <laughs> Stop having a go at my callers. I'm not having a go. I like the name Wayne. OK, if right. If I had a kid, I'd call it Wayne. All right, it's time for this. What's the story OK, so... Got three today. Mm-hmm. Ali G's playing for the first time. You know the rules, Ali G? No. So you don't, you don't listen? Sometimes. Flipping it. Great research. It's Wayne. The first hour. Hello. Thank Wayne. Hello. Could you explain the rules of what's the story, Morning Glory, to um, Ali G, please? Um, no, because I don't know what they are. Oh, oh. for. Oh. <laughs> Flipping heck. Wayne, what all you got right, for mate. us? That's all right, fella. What, 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 listen, the, the six till seven hour, a very secret special club that turns out you and Ali G aren't fully paid up members. <laughs> what's your What's your suggestion for the name? The Golden Hour. Um, it's not been done. Batesy. Yeah, well, it's, it's Batesy, isn't it? Yeah, just? it's Batesy. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's all one BBC. Well, you can just borrow it from them, can't you? He's right, actually. Yeah, we can do. Wayne, thank you. Thank okay. you. I'm getting stalked on. I'm getting. Um, uh, uh, what do they call it? Twitter online bullying. Yeah. 
Other from? social uh, from Andy Wright. Right. Every time I tweet something, he keeps trying to tweet me about what I think the future of geoengineering is. Oh come on, Andy. I I, <laughs> and now I've just tweeted right, trying to come up with a name for the six to seven hour of the show when no one listens. Right? <laughs> His replies, yeah, that's like trying to get you to understand about hashtag geoengineering. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, Andy. What's, good? What's your beef, Andy? Hey, we could call it the geoengineering hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Time for a little bit of this. We've got a page nine of the... Wait, you going to take a phone call? What's going on? You in? What? I'm in. OK. Perk up a penguin. Perk up a penguin. We'll start with you, Just. Perk up a penguin. I'm going to make a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw the penguins the other week at London Zoo. Fine creatures they are. Are you 12 years old? Were you, uh, was no. your, was your, your, one of your divorced parents taking <laughs> you to the zoo to try and win favour with you? No, no, I just thought I'd go and, and, and see the animals. It's a great place to go at the oh, weekend. It's, no, no, yes, no, no, is. no. Come London on. Zoo, no, no. It's, it's horrible. But then I went shopping after. Wow. Okay. Every box ticks. I think... Every box ticks. I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think that a penguin yeah. was very, very hungry... And you know, sometimes I say, oh, I've had a, such a lovely steak, it's done something to me. I <laughs> think... I've literally never heard yes, that phrase yes, come out come your on, mouth. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I think yeah. a penguin got a little bit too turned on by the fish that he was given. No. <laughs> Kelly Betts, perk up a penguin. Oh, yeah. There's a young boy who can't eat set foods. What foods? Just set ones. Set ones, yep. Okay. Like veg. Yep, yep, yep. Brings yep, him down. Yep. But every time he eats a penguin, yep. brings him back up, energises him. Zookeepers, Justin was close. Oh. Zookeepers have set up honeymoon suites to try to get pairs of African penguins to mate in private in Boston. Gonna say that again. <laughs> See if you can spot what makes me think this is an April Fool, right? Yeah, go on. Zookeepers have set up honeymoon suites to get pairs of endangered African penguins to mate in private in Boston. Mate in private? No. Okay. You don't get penguins from Africa. You don't, don't get penguins. You get no, you get penguins in cold places. Here's a clue. Africa's flipping boiling. That's like saying you don't get a bobsleigh team from Jamaica. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Yeah, yeah. They said African penguins from Boston. That's true, that's true enough, and it's very cold there. OK, we go on to page 12. OK, here's, uh, here's your next one. Hot wings. This is a good one. Hot wings. I'm going to bring in um, your nemesis, Justin. Yep. Say hello to Katia. Hey, Katia. Hey, hello, Justin. Good hey. morning. <laughs> good morning, Katia. Are you well today? I'm uh, up today. I can't believe I am. <laughs> well, you are, it sounds like you've just woken up, to be fair. The question this morning, Katia, that we're only asking to those people listening uh, this hour, between yes. six and seven, is what happened? What? What happened? What happened? Yeah. Where? What? I don't know. When? <laughs> Where's the articulation? I don't know. I can't say. What happened? What happened? OK. Uh, can I just say as well, we are dedicating um, um, this whole... I've got to find the name, because someone sent me such a lovely message on uh, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee. Um, oh, where is it? I can't work Facebook anymore. Um, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Oh, yeah, look, look, this is, we're dedicating this whole secret hour this morning to Jackie Snowden's daughter. 
Well done. Oh. Uh, my daughter... No, I won't bother. It's not that good. Oh. My daughter um, sets her alarm for 5.45 every morning so she can wake up and listen to more of your show. That is dedication, Katia. Yes, yes. Uh, Katia, mm. hot wings. No. Um, yes. Yes. Hot, hot wings. wings, Katia. OK. Um, hot wings. Um, okay. No, I've got I've got a title for you. Hot wings, Katia. <laughs> Can I have to press you on this one? Hot. It's really hot today, and um, I've got wing. I can't I can't do the promotion for a brand, so I don't know. Um, you can't do the promotion. <laughs> what other foods are available? Yes. The, que- the, the headline... Do you know how to play this, Katia? I know, but I've got a headline myself. I'll give you a headline in a minute. <laughs> don't even know what that means. Okay. What's your headline, Katia? OK, OK. It's eel behind you. Sorry? Yes. Eel behind you. Eel behind you? Yes. Like as in a, an eel? L- like a panto, eel behind you, and like an eel. Yes, E-E-L. Why would you say those words in a sentence? I don't... Well, that's the the title for the... What do you mean? For what? For, for what? the... <laughs> what? If you're listening to this on the podcast and you've got any idea what she's talking about... People people will, uh, in, in like 200 years' time, after the war, okay. this will be the only recording of radio from the oh 21st century they'll be able to find, and they'll go, boy, oh, boy, no wonder those people <laughs> made themselves extinct. <laughs> Eel behind you. Yes. Thanks for calling, Katia. Uh, do you know what? I mean, I've, got, just... I've got a tragic ending to this. I saw a documentary about a month ago. Um, it was uh, in Japan, and uh, the chef in this particular restaurant wasn't very popular, so they got the chef drunk. Yeah. And what they did, they put an eel down his pants. No, and, uh, he, he passed didn't. Out, and they, uh, yep, he passed out, and the eel managed to get up his backside, and it bit into him, and the chef was killed. Why did he have to tell us that? <laughs> eel behind you. But that's not the headline. The headline is Hot Wings. I've got no idea what Katia was on about. <laughs> Again, listeners in the future, I'm, I'm so sorry. This was the best... That was one of the best bits of this week's show. Flipping it. Well, listen, you, you don't play around with eels. Hot Wings. You've got 44 seconds. Justin. OK, Hot Wings for me. This is a, about a bird who has flown oh. into the sun. Oh, he's not far off, Kelly. Bird on fire. Yeah, Kelly's... I'm going to give that to Kelly. Firefighters heard cries for help at a house blaze in Boise, Idaho. Rescued two parrots. Wow. I don't get eel behind... I still don't get why she would phone up and say that to us. I think she's seen that documentary. And you, you don't get penguins in Africa. You get them in cold places. 08459 Eel behind you. It's like killing a bee with a bazooka.
travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The A10 southbound was closed earlier between the Harlow turnoff and the Hudson roundabout, but it has reopened. It's still a bit slow there, though, after a three-car accident. In Brickettwood, on the North Orbital Road, it's looking slow at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout, and it's also building up on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford. On the trains, London Midland have a replacement bus service between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction. That's because the train's broken down on the line, and on the underground, the Jubilee line has severe delays between Stanmore and Wembley Park. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Wagwan, Sammy. You've already asked me this. No, I didn't, mate. I asked you what happened. Now I'm asking you Wagwan. Was, have you ever, well, the porridge? Unbelievable. It was never like that in your day, Alice, when you were doing the travel. We had, um, well, we didn't have any desire to talk to you, actually, so. Ah. Focus for a second. Okay, 6.46, it's Monday the 20th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Motorists say congestion at the Black Cat roundabout is just as bad as it was after multi-million pound improvement works. A man is due to stand trial today, accused of killing another player at a golf club in Watford. And Legoland is closed today. It's not, but I'm going there. I just don't want anybody else to be there. So, you know, stay away. Let's get the weather. Here's Kate. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. Well, it's a chilly start for many of us this morning. There is a sparkle or two of frost out there as well as temperatures just snuck below zero in some of the more rural spots because we had clear skies overnight, so our temperatures fell away. But the sun is up. We've got blue sky and sunshine. In fact, there's barely much in the way of cloud at all to talk about today. Gentle easterly wind. It's going to feel quite warm and pleasant this afternoon. We're looking at a maximum of around 17, possibly even 18 Celsius in the sunshine. Now, overnight, it's a repeat performance. Once the sun sets, the temperatures are going to slip away fairly quickly. The minimum down to 1, 2 Celsius in the countryside so again it's possible for a little bit of ground frost tomorrow morning but also um, we're looking at towns and cities staying around 5 or 6 Celsius. We could see a bit of mist and fog as well tomorrow but it will burn back fairly swiftly once the sun rises and then it's a similar day. Maximum temperature 18, maybe even 19 Celsius and that's your forecast. Call 0845 BBC Three Counties Radio. Justin, stay there. Uh, good morning. <laughs> Justin, stay there. I'll come back to you in a second. Morning, Phil. Good morning, Ian. Phil, what you got for us, boss? Penguins. Yes. They, they, do, they do a breed in Africa. Just outside Cape Town, Boulders Beach. I'm looking at them now on my iPad because I've seen them. Phil, Phil well, you all know that everything is uh, on the internet is completely fake. No, I've seen them in life. I've you've been there. not seen you. And, and I just needed to refresh my memory by her. You, you've you've seen it in a zoo. You don't get wild no. penguins in Africa. They live in cold places. They don't. Look at look at the internet. You'll see. You can see them on the beach of sunbathing. Phil, why would you phone up and lie to the BBC? <laughs> why would you do that? You know we have simpletons listening at this time of the morning. Uh, you know that this morning is a very elite club between six and seven. It always is with you. Phil, thank you very much indeed. Boss? Yes, boss? I have a penguin fact for you. Yeah, go on, fella. When I went to Whipsnade a few years ago, I said to the guy, I said, this is going to sound like a really stupid question. I said, but those penguins, they look cold. And he said to me, no, they do suffer from the cold. That's why they are shivering. Yeah, the shivering keeps them warm. Well, I I don't think it keeps them warm, but penguins do get cold. What do you think shivering is for? (sighs) I don't know, you tell me. Scientist. Well, no, okay, well, but what do you think 
Shivering is... What do you think? One thing shivering is when you're feeling cold. Right, so what's it for? A natural reaction. Yeah, and what's it... The thing is, all natural reactions, OK, yeah. if we trace them back, Justin, they've all got a reason for existing. Our body doesn't do anything... Yeah. Apart from producing an appendix, it doesn't yeah. do anything that we don't need it to do or haven't needed it to do at some point in our evolution. So... So you're saying when you shiver, it makes you warmer? Yes. Well, it's never worked for me. Well, no, but if you didn't shiver, you'd be colder. No, I don't go for that. What do you think goosebumps are? Uh, goosebumps are when you get cold and it's a natural reaction. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's to keep you warm. What do you think sweat's for, Just? Uh, sweat is to cool you down. Thank you, sir. But shivering's never worked for me. Sweat I get, shivering never worked. OK, well, it, uh, time... Oh, hang on a second. I've completely muffed this up now. Here we go, one more of these. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. You'll, you'll, you'll uh, identify with this one, Justin. OK, snap... Snap out of it. Snap out of it. Is this... Uh, is this got something to do with a argument? An argument has kicked off over a game of snap. Somebody has snapped and they've laid somebody out. Incorrect data. Alice, would you like to play? Snap out of it. What on earth could that headline... By the way, good morning to... Uh, we've got Andrea and Jamie listening in America, of all places. Morning, guys. Uh, 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 d d Alice, what headline... Uh, what is the story behind Snap Out of It, please? Um, I think it's a, a photograph where someone has managed to hide in the back of it and isn't fully in the picture, but it's someone famous or an animal or something. God, that's the vague... You just, you just put words together. You just, you just hey, puked up a story. A, you puked up a load of words hoping that some of them might fall in the right... No. The first half was quite specific. Kelly Betts. When Alice said snap and said photograph, you raised your eyebrows. So I, I I, I'll give you a clue. Way. It's written snap, comma, out of it. Snap, comma. Is it that picture when uh, the girls took selfies with Ed Miliband? No. <laughs> one, you, you should like this one, Just. Mm. One in four people buy clothes to avoid being seen in an outfit twice online. Yeah, I'll go for that. Yeah. yeah shame you don't, really. Uh, right, Justin. Mm. Time for you to earn your keep. There's yes. a couple... There's two things we're thinking of, right? Yeah, go on. First one, um, page 17 of The Sun. Let me just get this one, OK? Um, when it comes to rubbish band names, they don't come much worse than Mumford & Sons. In fact, the moniker, which is taken from frontman Marcus Mumford's surname, is so bad, even the boys can't stand it. Marcus left admitted, I definitely regret the band name. It's a ball ache. We thought it... Well, it uh, we thought about changing it, but it's a bit late now. So... There's rubbish band names. I like that one a lot. And, and then, a few spring to mind. Limp Biscuit. No. Shawaddy Waddy. The String Cheese Incident. Um, 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 the Rolling Stones. Um, the, the... Oh! Mm. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Um, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, or there's Your Country Needs You to Vote, OK? Today's the last day... This is the front page there. Today's the last day you can register to vote. Yes. Right? Now, it turns out you and Kelly Betts, you shouldn't have the... I don't think you should have the right to vote. Kelly, what were you banging on about today? Kelly said, well, she came up with some preposterous thing about if the Greens won the general election, would that mean loads of small, independent, unsigned parties would start <laughs> up? Right? That nonsense to one side. She's also going, um, I, I don't know if I'm going to register to vote. I said, well, you might as well, you, you should register. I don't know if I should. And then you registered online. Fair play. You'd ask me if I registered. 
And I said, no, I'm a 41-year-old man. Of, of, of course I'm registered to vote all the time. And you said, should I do it for you? Don't you have to register every year, like for Glastonbury? <laughs> Don't you have to register every year, like for Glastonbury? Wait, if you move house... You need to let them know, don't you? Yeah, if you move house, you do, yeah. But a letter comes round and you fill it in. Don't you have to register every year like you do for Glastonbury? Also, just to say, you don't have to register for Glastonbury every year, just every five years. So you registered online, and then it turned out that you were registered to vote already? Yeah. So today is the last day people can register for voting, Justin. There might be something in that. Okay. Uh, which, which of those do you fancy, first off? Oh, well, which, which do you fancy? Your name is above the door. What you you, you like? go for it, fella. Whatever you, Catherine's not here this week, so we can do what we want. <laughs> I think for the first hour, why don't we go with band names? OK, beautiful. Can Let's I just read that. this? Katia sent me this in. Thanks. There's a link to the Metro newspaper. Man has eel-like fish surgically removed from bum. Thank you. Yeah, do you, do you want to hear a bit more? Yes, please. A man was forced to have surgery after a long fish got stuck in his anus. You right, Alice? Yep. Bring, bring back bad memories. <laughs> or good ones, I don't know. <laughs> Graphic footage has emerged of the procedure which shows medical professionals, doctors, pulling the lungfish from a Brazilian man's backside. The eel-like fish had ventured so far up it had become lodged in the patient's bowels. People can be heard laughing and gasping in amazement as the operation nears an end. Nears an end. Oh. A number of people have phone cameras out at the ready to capture the moment the creature is pulled free. Justin, you started that. I did. Thanks very much. I'm sorry. Ta-ta. Bye.
yes, no, no, no anal fisher puns, I'm afraid. Those are horrifics, horrifics. Imagine having a fish up your bum. That's it, guys. We never mention this hour again. It's our dirty little secret. I mean, that could be the name, but it just sounds... In the days of, of, of BBC sex scandals, call it deliberately calling something a dirty little secret. Just It just feels completely inappropriate, doesn't it? Uh, you can give us a call as well if you want. Uh, band names. Rubbish. Band names, please. 08459 Or send us a cheeky text. 81333. Start your text 3CR. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1, it's slow southbound around Junction 11 for Dunstable and the A1M southbound's very busy between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. On the M25, it's busy anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 14 for Heathrow. And in Bricketwood on the North Orbital Road, that's very busy at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout. On the trains, London Midland have a replacement bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction. And on the underground, the Jubilee Line is suspended between Stanmore and Wembley Park because of a signal failure. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much. So, rubbish band names, and, well, um, um... Today is the last day to register to vote, but do you, do you know what that means? Because it turns out Kelly Betts doesn't... And let's be honest, I was going... Sorry? Hmm? I was being very gentle with Justin as well, because, well, he was just as confused this morning. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five and your tales of the black cat roundabout. Has it got better or worse since the improvements? Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Liak. New the headlines. Drivers unhappy with the new Black Hat roundabout. Manning caught over death on a Watford golf course. And victory for Lewis Hamilton at the Bahrain Grand Prix. BBC Three Counties Radio. Motorists are criticising changes to the Black Hat roundabout on the A1 in Bedfordshire. Highways England has spent five and a half million pounds improving the road layout and installing new traffic lights, which they say will take a few weeks to calibrate. But drivers say it's done nothing to ease congestion. We got a shop just around the corner and whenever we come up in the morning or afternoon there's exactly the same as it was before. I don't think it's improved at all. I say sack the planner. We're going through it tonight, it's exactly the same as it was six months ago, eight months ago. Uh, no, no improvement at all. Um, traffic needs to be taken over it with a flyover. A man is due to stand trial today, accused of killing another man at a golf club in Watford. 64-year-old Terry Hutchinson died three days after the alleged assault at the Casterbury Park course last May. 51-year-old John Harrington from High Street in Redbourne has pleaded not guilty to manslaughter. European foreign ministers are meeting today to discuss the record number of migrants attempting to reach Europe from North Africa. Up to 700 migrants are feared drowned after their boat capsized off the coast of Libya on Saturday night. Leonard Doyle from the International Organisation for Migration says something has to be done to stop innocent people dying. This is a very difficult problem because however you look at it, there's another problem right behind it. But one thing we cannot do is the world cannot sit on its hands as it has been doing and allow people to drown and die like this over probably 1,500 so far this year. Today's the last day to sign up to vote in the general election on May the 7th. It's estimated that up to 7.5 million people remain unregistered. 
An independent report says the post office failed to find out why cash went missing from post office branches before starting criminal proceedings against postmasters. It says in many cases the shortfalls could have been caused by, caused by criminals using malicious software, by IT systems or by human error. Joe Hamilton used to run a sub-post office and says she felt under pressure to plead guilty to false accounting. After I'd read the report, I actually felt relieved that someone at last had put down in a document um, exactly what happened to us. And they've had the same frustrations that we had trying to get paperwork out of the post office to help our cases, to investigate what's gone wrong. New research suggests the number of young teenage girls experiencing emotional problems has increased dramatically over the past five years. The survey of more than 1,600 school children suggests that one in five girls aged 11 to 13 is at risk. In sport, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton made it three wins out of four this season with victory at the Bahrain Grand Prix. Hamilton finished ahead of Kimi Raikkonen in the Ferrari, who stole second place ahead of Nico Rosberg. And the weather will be chilly at first, but warm Warming up with mist and fog clearing to leave a fine and sunny day. Top temperatures around 17 degrees Celsius. That's 63 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Lee. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Rubbish band names... And, 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 well, it's the last day you can register to vote. And, I mean, if you do, you don't. I'm not bothered, really. But <clears throat> are you going to bother? If you're making the decision not to register to vote, I'd love to know why. <clears throat> Got a frog in my throat. Oh wait, four five nine, four double five. Oh, that worked better than I thought. Oh wait, four five nine, four double five, five double five. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's see if Kelly's better than Catherine. Have you got the Texas? Yeah. Hey! Hang on. You haven't, have you? Yeah, I have. Well, uh, why, why are you saying hang on and not just... Changing a cue quickly. Right, do it again. <clears throat> what, the whole top? Yeah. No. Have you... I never thought I'd say this, but... Um, I don't know if Miss Cav... I thought you'd say that. Um, have you got any Texas? Yeah. Gay. Daz the hobbling trucker. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Daz the what? Hobbling trucker. Wait, I don't want to know what happened. That's um. Okay. That's the first. That's the first hour of the show. Is oh. That, these guys. Well, in this case. Oh. It's all about penguins. Yeah. Wappen. Yeah. And what's called the first hour. Penguins, we can t- well. Penguins, we can talk about. But they was mentioned in the first hour. Um. What are the what are the rules? The rules are. Um, we can t- okay. We can talk about penguins. The other stuff we can't talk about. That's if you want to know what we're talking. The other stuff we can't talk about. You've got to listen to the first hour between six and seven. It's it's a uh, we talk about stuff we don't talk about in the rest of the show. Penguins we can because it was in the newspaper story about um, African penguins. You don't get penguins in Africa. So I've just read the text. Yes. It's really boring. Okay. Well then, um, don't bother. Okay. And that's it. Someone's just sent me a great picture of. <laughs> you see, look at this, Matt. History and Pictures, 60s radio DJ. And it's... T- it's Kath. It Well, it's, everyone said, is it your team? It's two really hot 60s models in mini skirts and knee-length socks looking at a record. Mm. That's our team. Thank you very much. Uh, Kelly, I'm going to turn your microphone off now. OK. Is she smoking? 
Sorry? It looks like she's smoking. No, she's uh, sucking on a microphone. Sucking on a microphone? Right. Anyway. Okay. anyway. Five, hey, good morning, Matt. Good morning. Haircut? No. No, you should get a haircut. Uh, yeah, I didn't do my hair this morning because, uh, well, I, it's early, isn't it? You can still do your hair any time of the day. No. And notice you brought yourself a drink, but... Yeah, selfish. Very. Very selfish. So? <laughs> your beard is growing. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's shaggy, isn't it? <laughs> I've never had a beard this long. <laughs> Thing is, I haven't got a job um, where I, I'm going to be seen by anybody until the end of May. <laughs> so I might just go for it. I've got no... I, I'm, I'm undecided. I don't know whether I like it or not. Oh, it makes a, you look... A woman tweeted me yesterday saying, oh, I saw you at the weekend with your beard. You don't have to look sexy. Well, that's pushing it. But I would say uh, it makes you look more intelligent, I suppose. Oh, I might get a pipe and a deer stalker and go and serve a crime or two. Now, £5.6 million has been spent on improvements to the Black Cat roundabout on the A1 near Bedford. The intention was... What are you doing? It's all right, just, I'm just moving about. Well, don't. All right. To alleviate congestion, but motorists have been criticising the changes. Far from improving traffic flow, some drivers who've contacted us, we've had quite a few, actually, on Facebook and email, say the tailbacks are worse than ever and the new road layout is confusing. Our reporter, Matt Lockwood, is with me in the studio to explain more. Matt. Why did you make a hand gesture, then? Sorry? Why did you make a hand gesture, then? I said our... Reporter, you are so rude. Quotation anyway, marks. Work started on this in June this last year. This is our year. lead story. Take it seriously. Work started on Zama this in there. June last year. Now the works involved making the roundabout bigger, installing traffic lights, and changing the road layout. Now the highways agency told us all this was designed to reduce congestion. Yeah. Now the roundabout has been a pinch point for years. What does that mean, pinch point? It's been a major junction. Yeah. What does pinch point mean? It means where the traffic gets clogged up. OK, thank you. trying to ease it. Bottleneck. Trying to ease it. I prefer pinch point to bottleneck. Why? It just sounds... Well, it just sounds better. In your opinion? Well, in my opinion. OK. It's our it's, lead story, mate. Take it seriously. It's a major junction connecting Bedford with Cambridge and the A1. Now, work was meant to be finished in February. Then we were told March. But when I did a drive-through on Friday, it looked like there was more still to do. There were still traffic cones there. They were still okay. doing lots of work. There were diggers there. Yeah. And despite the £5.6 million spent on it, there's still congestion, and some drivers say the tailbacks are worse than ever, like you were saying. The majority of motorists I've been speaking to say the scheme has made no difference to their journeys. Have a listen to this. Oh. When I come for it every morning, there's not really any difference, so it's just as long queues. There's lots of traffic lights. How many traffic lights does one roundabout need? I mean, there's at least 12 there just on uh, on one side of the roundabout. Well, I don't know. I'm not a traffic management guy. I wouldn't really know, but, but yeah, it doesn't seem to be working much already. But you, you don't think it's kind of improved the situation? This was meant to, you know, ease congestion. We got a shop just round the corner, and whenever we come up in the morning or afternoon, there's it's exactly the same as it was before. I don't think it's improved at all. So no improvement despite all these millions that have been spent? I think they should have sacked them, really, and saved a bit of money. Could have been used a bit better. So you think it's been a complete waste of money and time? Yeah. I say sack the planner. All right, so what do you think of these changes, then? I mean, have they made a difference, in your opinion? So far, the last three, four weeks have made a difference, yeah. So does traffic flow much better through the roundabout? There's less congestion approaching it? Before, it was dangerous. Now, it's definitely slightly better. But they could have done a lot more. They could have done more. There could have been maybe something going over the roundabout. You know, there's a lot of space there. 
but something needed to be done, and at least they'd done something. There seems to be a lot of traffic lights there, and, it, and before you could go around the roundabout in one one go, now you're having to stop. Yeah, but then before you couldn't, you had to take your life in your hands to get out onto the roundabout. There was everyone; it was too fast. So now the lights have slowed it down, and it's given everyone a chance. Um, I think it remains to be seen over time, um, particular times of the day and so on. It can be particularly busy, and um, as I say, I'm yet to see any improvement. So no improvement, despite all these millions that have been spent on it with a new road layout, feeder lanes, traffic lights, you're, you're saying there's doesn't been no improvement? We're going through it tonight, it's exactly the same as it was six months ago, eight months ago. Uh, no, no improvement at all. Well, as with the roundabouts uh, further north, up towards Stamford and Cottesmore, um, traffic needs to be taken over it with a flyover, um, proper slip roads and junctions rather than this sort of thing. So this is kind of a short-term fix to a, a bigger problem here? I believe so, yeah. Uh, the Highways Agency, Matthew, what have they been saying? Well, we wanted them to come on, but we were told no one was available, so they sent through a statement. Yeah. Now, um, it's a bit of an interesting statement, actually, compared to statements we usually have. Uh, they say they have worked hard to get the A1 Black Cat roundabout layout open to traffic as soon as possible, so perhaps they were rushing uh, they, they here. The traffic light signals are intelligent. It's an intelligent light system, oh. and will take a few weeks to calibrate and validate traffic flow data and adjust. Oh. They'll remain on site to check the traffic lights are working with the flow of traffic. Drivers should notice a difference to their journeys, but some are still adjusting to the new road layout. There is still some finishing off works to be done. Well, the, the finish off is always the hardest part. Which will be completed using overnight lane closures, and the scheme should be completed, could be completed, they're saying, by late April. So no definitive end for this scheme at the moment. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, the Daily Mail, of course, big supporters and backers of the BBC. They are. They love us, don't they? They love the BBC. They love us. They can't get enough of us. Well, they've got a story, actually. Oh, by the way, do you remember Glynis Barber? Oh, but that name rings a bell. Yeah. Dempsey and Makepeace? It rings a bell. <laughs> Anyway, page nine of the mail. This is what you're dealing with for the rest of the week. Sorry? This is what you're dealing with for the rest of the week. Yeah, you're dealing with this. <laughs> BBC hoaxer says Darth Vader was a rap-loving black man. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. It's... The BBC has apologised after allowing Matt Lockwood on to blaspheme. Yes. Sorry. The BBC, that's us. As I'm surprised me playing um, Blue Mink Melting Pot got half a page. This only gets like a little fifth of the page. The BBC, are you excited by the thought of the new Star Wars film? No, I don't N like Star no, Wars. No, I don't like Star Wars. I I've never seen Return of the Jedi. I've seen... Do are you excited, Simon, by the new Star Wars film? Absolutely, I love it. Really? Yeah. I've never seen Return of the Jedi. Why not? Well, because I never got round to it. They're a bit silly. Because when I was a kid in the 80s, Star Wars was always on ITV on a Saturday night at 5.45. My mum took me to see um, uh, Empire Strikes Back. I believe you guys call it Empire. Uh, but it's just a bit silly, isn't it? Yeah, Death March, isn't it? He's doing the Death March now. That's my favourite one. Really? Stop doing the Death March, please, Max. It's actually really annoying. Uh, have you seen the new trailer, Simon? I've seen them, yeah. You and you, uh, you excited? Because the the, the the second three that were the first three were rubbish, weren't they? Yeah, the remakes. Were, I didn't like them at all, really. No. Okay. No. You, you, you've not called in about this. So what have you got for us? 
I was just uh, thinking about the worst band names, and yeah. I thought of one. Go on. Uh, in the punk heyday, there was somebody called Peter and the Test Tube Babies. Oh, I remember Peter and the Test Tube Babies. And there was um, there was also um, um, something about Test Icicles as well. Yeah, they had a lovely classic song called Elvis is Dead, I believe. The excellent. <laughs> the, those punk band names, I mean, the, the, not only could a lot of them not play, and that's not being insulting, that was the ethos, but they, they, they couldn't come up with band names either, could they? No, not really. Simon, thank you very much indeed. Huh? Black Cat Roundabout? Codders? The big none. <laughs> The BBC has apologised after allow- allowing a hoaxer on the World Service who claimed Darth Vader is a stereotyped black villain who listens to rap music. Producers for World Have Your Say, well, I mean, really, if you're going to call a programme that, wanted to hear from guests who'd never seen the Star Wars film and found Godfrey Elfwick on Twitter. They're asking uh, for trouble. Uh, Appearing on Friday's show, he claimed the original Star Wars films were rooted in homophobia and casual racial stereotypes. On Darth Vader, he said, and I quote, The main bad guy, what's he called? Dark Raider? Is he black? He has a deep voice. He listens to rap music. It's just really bad racial stereotype. About other characters, he said, That gold robot, C2- C25 or whatever he's called, is a camp neurotic coward. The only main female ends up in a space bikini <laughs> chained to a horny space slug. Well, Darth Vader is black, though. I mean, he does have a black costume. But he's not a black man. Yeah, but I suppose Luke's he is black. Well, he's not. Luke's his son. He's had his whole face burnt off. Luke's his son. Luke's what? a white guy. What? Sorry, spoiler alert. Hmm. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's busy on the M1 southbound between Junction 11 for Dunstable and 9 for Redbourne. On the A1M southbound, it's very busy between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. And it's slow also on the M25 anti-clockwise from Junction 22 for St Albans to 19 for Watford. In Boreham also the A1 is slow southbound from the Holiday Inn to Stirling Corner. And it's busy on the A41 southbound from the Hemel Hempstead turn-off towards the M25. And on the train to London Midlands, still have a replacement bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction because a train that's broken down and if you're heading into London using the underground the Jubilee line is still suspended between Stanmore and Wembley Park. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much Sammy. 7.16, it's Monday the 20th of April, I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Drivers are complaining that congestion is just as bad at the Black Cat roundabout despite a brand new layout to deal with the problem. A man accused of killing another player at a golf club in Watford is due to stand trial today and people wanting to vote in the general election have to register by the end of today. If you're not going to bother, could you let me know why? BBC Three Counties Radio. 08459 455 555. After Saturday's game against Leighton Orient, the Dons are back in action tomorrow night. Grig with a chance to make it two. Grig shoots and Grig scores. And that's all about Will Grig's strength. They entertain Doncaster at Stadium MK, still seeking automatic promotion. We believe in ourselves immensely. But so the Preston, so the Swindon. They all believe in themselves as well. There's only an awful lot of nerds going on now. 12 points to fight for, three in it. MK Dons versus Doncaster tomorrow night from seven in three-county sport. 
Uh, on the, uh, the the riveting subject of the black cat uh, roundabout, Tim says, I go north over the black cat in the morning. It's improved my journey by 20 minutes. It's only south onto the A421 that is a problem. Well, there you go. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can send us a text, 81333. Start your text 3CR. Oh, and for, loads of people last week, it turns out, didn't know what a podcast is. We had loads of people phoning around. You keep talking about a podcasting. I don't know what it is. Basically, it's an hour-long version of the week. So all of the rubbish bits are cut out. A lot of... Uh, uh, some of the rubbish bits are cut out. I mean, if we cut all of them out, we, we wouldn't get a podcast, if I'm honest. Uh, and uh, it's uploaded onto the BBC Three Counties website and also on iTunes. If you go to iTunes uh, you can type in Ian Lee, BBC, uh, you can get it there. And we record extra bits not supposed to do this. We record extra bits that we don't put out on the radio, so... Um... Dennis, have you downloaded the podcast yet? No, I don't know what a podcast is. I've just... I've just explained it, mate. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't done. Okay. But I have downloaded my uh, voting. I've never missed a vote since the, the last war. You must be tired. Yeah, I know. I am. No, honestly... Uh, I was 21 when the war ended, and that was the first time that I had an election after the war. And I have never first time you had an election was straight after the war. Well, yeah. that's the, the baby boomer generation. I know I was I was producing babies exactly. at that stage. Not yes, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. That's and that's that's the baby boomer basically is loads of soldiers coming back from war, feeling a bit yeah. fruity and um, having it away. Yeah, well, I wasn't quite as bad as that. I was uh, just finished the Great war. Story. But nevertheless... You, well, you didn't just finish the war, Dennis, let's be honest. Of course I did. You, you, it wasn't they you. Knew, they Japanese knew when I joined the Navy, that was it. That end. was it, game over. Dennis has joined. He's going to come and bore us with his stories. <laughs> he won't stop phoning us up every day. Well, I'm sorry, I'm keeping you awake until the 29th, so I get me 10 quid. Oh, is that is that your birthday? Yeah. Uh, I, don't th- I don't think you make it. I will. OK. You probably bet 10 quid on it. Hey, Dennis, say hello to Kev. Hello, Kev. Hey, morning, Dennis. How's things? Well, it's not so bad. Looking out, sun shining. Uh, sun shining? Where are you? It's grey over here. Is it? Oh, well, in glorious Dunstable, which is a better part of Luton. Yeah, no, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I've been there back in the day. Well, the, the three counties were supposed to be moving to Dunstable, but I think they've forbidden them to come here. What, landslide? The whole of the three counties? Yes, yes. We're supposed to be moving to Dunstable for some new offices, but I think we've decided we don't want them. <laughs> Lutonians moving into Dunstable, disgusting. Yeah, but he's from that slough place. Yeah. He's from slough, isn't he? Yeah, well, that's right, he's a foreigner. Yeah. Well, as I say, when we used up, up north, we used to say you fall off the end of the earth when you get to Watford. Whereabouts up north are you from? Manchester. Um, the other side of the Pennines. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, I've got relatives came that way as well. So I'm half and half. Yorkshire pudding and uh, Manchester tart. Manchester tart, I've never met her. No, I know. I, I never never heard of the damn thing until I went in the Navy and they served this rubbish up and said it was Manchester tart. Oh, lovely. Hey, they're playing that, that French music now. I think they're going all European on Oh, well, that's right, well... Well, yeah. the French, they're just an Englishman who've been thrown out. I tell you what, do you, do you think they're going to put us on and have this sort of conversation next time in does, uh, does a walk? I wouldn't be surprised, because he's got nothing else to do, has he? 
Yeah. We, make, we, make the, we should be paid for this because we make the programme for him in the end. Well, the thing is, I mean, they're all falling by the wayside. I mean, they've got that Matt Lockwood in there as well, haven't they? Yeah, but I mean, you, leave, you leave little Kelly Bats alone. She's a little cracker. Oh, no. No, she, she is the anchor. Yeah. I mean, last, last time Matt Lockwood he featured on the radio, he was on that treasure quest. Yeah. He took a half-hour detour. Totally ruined everything. <laughs> anyway, I must run. The yeah, twilight calls. The well. twilight calls. I have to go. <laughs> oh, the twilight calls. Okay, I'll speak. Maybe speak to you tomorrow night. Team Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, we are, we're talking about Parkinson's this morning and um, how a quarter of people uh, with Parkinson's disease say they've had their uh, symptoms mistaken for drunkenness. And people have even been... I, maybe I should be playing Jeterm when I'm talking about... <laughs> uh, and people have even been, like, abused because people think that they're drunk or just, you know, chances or something. Um, and we're going to speak to Tom Isaacs, who's uh, got Parkinson's, and he's the co-founder of the Cure Parkinson's Trust. And here's the thing. Um, he can't, he's booked for now. Uh, he can't come on now because he's only woken up a little while ago. And his par- I'm, I'm guessing, is that right, Alice? His Parkinson's is at its worst when he wakes up, is it? Yeah, that's right. And he has trouble speaking when he wakes up in the morning. So he's going to come on in an hour. He'll have, he'll have settled down a bit yeah, by then. With it. Imagine, imagine living like that. Imagine that, that kind of being a, 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 a regular factor in your life that you, you can't talk at certain times of the day. And I don't, is it... I, maybe he didn't say him. We'll ask him. I don't know if, it's, if he's going to take medication that will settle him down or if it's just waking up is the, is the problem or not. So, we were going to talk to Tom now. We'll talk to Tom in an hour and hopefully his, um, his speech will be a little bit better. But if you've been... Uh, this is research from, um, uh, that says an estimated 69,000 people with Parkinson's have suffered hostility and rudeness from members of the public, and many have been laughed at, and one in seven say they feel trapped inside their homes because of these reactions. If that's happened to you, uh, then do give us a call. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number, because... Um, well, it just seems, it seems incredible that, 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 would be, uh, that people would, would laugh at things like that, doesn't it? <clears throat> Here's a weird one. Well, page 25 of The Sun is, is weird as because it's... Um, well, Ringo Starr was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why Play- did you do that? I've got beef with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What's your beef? I've, well, the, the, the beef is kind of... Is, is the usual beef. They won't allow... They won't allow... Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. They won't allow that? No, well, they will allow that. They won't allow these guys in. They won't allow those guys in. Do it again. Sorry? Here they come. No, but not into... They won't allow the monkeys in. Right. Because the guy that runs it, Jan Wenner, is, um, well, a plum. But they've they've inducted Ringo into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So that's exciting. Was he the last Beatle to be inducted? Are they all in there? uh, I don't know. The other two are dead, mate, so I'm I'm sure they're not that bothered. Um, but, But Joan Jett... 
uh, was okay. inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by, um, well, by Miley Cyrus. And I quite like Hannah Montana. I quite like Miley Cyrus. I, you know, I think, I think, you know, her dad needs to take her to one side and, have a st- and, and give her the love that she perhaps wasn't shown as a child. Um, but she's inducted, she stood next to Paul McCartney and Joan Jett, and Paul McCartney's on that flipping bass guitar again, and she's got, like, a leather jerkin on. Jerkin is the right word. Um, but the boobs are cut out, and her boobs are just hanging out there for all to see while she stood next to Joan Jett and Paul McCartney. Miley Cyrus rubs shoulders, it's not shoulders, (laughs) with rock royalty and shows off her greatest hits. (laughs) <laughs> the racy singer, 22, wrote J-Hearts on her nipples in tribute to Joan Jett. A woman was going to get my uh, signature tattooed on her um, bum once. When I worked at another radio station, Absolute, that's the kind of trash that listens to that, she uh, was, was going to get my name, my signature tattooed on her bum, and I said, no, don't do that. And then she sent me a picture of her bum, and she'd already had another uh. Uh, worse presenter's name tattooed on there. <laughs> So I, did you, would you have to sign her bum first? I don't know. I forbade her from doing it. You forbade her? I forbade her. Yeah. It's a word, isn't it? Forbade? I think it's a word. Yeah, I forbade her. I forbid you. I forbade her. That's weird. That's weird, isn't it? People are getting... Anyway. She also posted a selfie. They were then joined by Sir Paul McCartney as Joan 56 was uh, into the Hall of Fame. Who else was inducted into the Hall of Fame? Bill Withers, Lou Reed and Green Day. Green Day. <laughs> Flipping it. Green Day. Anyway, that's not the story I was um, was eyeing up. Oh, we should have played this for What's the Story, Morning Glory. Workers pooped. But that might have um, been inappropriate. <laughs> Wed call for pilots. This will, this will solve um, um, people crashing aeroplanes. An airline chief has urged single pilots to marry in the hope of avoiding a repeat of the, Ger- of the German wings crash. I think that's partly the reason Andreas Lubitz did it, because he was he had a girlfriend and wasn't sure if he wanted one. Suicidal co-pilot Andreas Lubitz, 27, deliberately flew his passenger jet into the French Alps last month, killing 150. Temil Kotil, boss of Turkish Airlines, said, "It happens. It happened after the pilot's girlfriend left him. So we advise our single pilots to get married." The lifestyle of pilots, be they men or women, is very important. Well, hang on a second. That's what he did after his girlfriend left him. What would he have done if his wife had left him for crying out loud? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Busy on the M1 southbound around Junction 11 for Dunstable and 9 for Redbourne and also the A5 on the approach to Junction 9 for Redbourne is also looking really busy from Kensworth. On the M40 southbound it's very slow from Junction 5 for Stoke and Church to Junction 4 for the High Wycombe Handy Cross roundabouts and on the M25 the queues anti-clockwise building up between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 14 for Heathrow. It's also busy into London around Uxbridge on the A40 Western Avenue around the Swakeleys Road roundabouts and on the trains the London Midlands trains are replaced by a bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction because a train broke down earlier. And on the London Underground, the Jubilee Line is suspended between Stanmore and Wembley Park because of a signal failure. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 
It's half past seven. I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, motorists are criticising changes to the Black Cat roundabout on the A1 in Bedfordshire. Highways England has spent £5.5 million improving the road layout and installing new traffic lights. A man is due to stand trial today accused of killing another man at a golf club in Watford. 64-year-old Terry Hutchinson died three days after the alleged assault at the Casterbury Park course last May. Today's the last day to sign up to vote in the general election on May the 7th. It's estimated that up to 7.5 million people remain unregistered. And the weather will be chilly at first, but warming up with mist and fog clearing to leave a fine and sunny day. Top temperatures around 17 degrees Celsius. That's 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton has extended his lead at the top of the Formula One Drivers' Championship with victory at the Bahrain Grand Prix. The world champion finished ahead of Kimi Raikkonen's Ferrari in second with his Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg in third. He weaves towards the chequered flag, the crowd roars and Lewis Hamilton takes his third victory of the year, the 36th of his career and two years running here in Bahrain. Pole and the win, it's been a masterclass from Lewis Hamilton. Watford are a point clear at the top of the championship after Saturday's 1-0 home win against Birmingham. Craig Cathcart scored the goal and Hornets boss Slavisa Djukanovic is delighted with the progress his side have made. It's a really tough and complicated week. We, we finished the week with successful week for, for us. Now it's important rest little bit our body, our mind and, and be ready for the for prepared, uh, next Brighton game. Milton Keynes Dons are a point behind a League One automatic promotion position after Saturday's 6-1 home defeat win over Leighton Orient. Bowditch, Baker and Ali scored with Rob Hall getting a hat-trick and the Dons boss Carl Robinson's positive his side can go up. If we end up on 91 points and don't go up, I think it's uh, it'd be quite remarkable. So I think if we control our own destiny and our own future, we, uh, we've we got some very difficult games ourselves, Doncaster now and Rochdale, and before we finish off in the spectacle, last game of the season on the Sunday against the Oval, and um, it's, it's, we're almost at the end. And, but I think if you go into a players' plan, I don't think anyone will cope with us. So whatever way you want to throw at us, we'll take it. It's as simple as that. And Aston Villa are through to their first FA Cup final in 15 years after beating Liverpool 2-1 at Wembley. Fabian Delft scored a second-half winner to reach the final against Arsenal at the end of May. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at 8 o'clock.
my bust. I wish I hadn't said I'd take the kids to Legoland today. Why? Because I'm really, really tired all of a sudden. Oh, man. I said I did get... My boy goes back to school tomorrow. And I said, guys, guys, I was showing off. Guys, I'm showing off because I've got the power. Guys, we're going to go to Legoland tomorrow. Yeah! And now I'm thinking, oh, Flip, why didn't we just stay at home and watch telly all day? We should have just stayed at home and watch telly all day. I'm going to offer that them as an... Offer them that as an alternative. Boys, instead of going to Legoland, why don't we just stay at home and watch telly all day? No! I can't be bothered. Can't be, I can't be bothered, Kevin. You shouldn't have promised it, I Ian. shouldn't have promised. I should <laughs> do what my dad did and then just say, ah, oh, we'll do it another day. That was my dad. Yeah, tomorrow we'll do this. That day can't... Ah, oh, we'll do it another day. I'm busy. And you should know kids don't fail for that. Yeah, well, they do, but then they end up in therapy 35 years later, Kevin. Yeah, definitely. What you got for us, Kev? Um, I, I'm funny enough about the A1 situation, Black Cat Roundabout. Oh, yeah, now, because we, we've had lots of people got in touch. The reason we're doing this is lots of people got in touch with us and said, it, since the, the, the six, five and a half million pounds improvements, it's got worse. And then well, we've just no. had... Go on. I'm going to... I come across from Cambridge every fortnight. Yeah. I do a week in Bedford. Yeah. And a week in Cambridge. And before the actual roadworks had finished, I used to, well, avoid it like the plague. I went a different way. But I've just come across from Cambridge today, and it took me approximately uh, five to seven minutes, if less. So you've... It's, it's, now, hang on a minute, because I get confused and, here. What? And actual stress-free as well. Stress-free? Well, I, I, the traffic was moving... Which, coming up to a ma- on a major road yeah. with a roundabout, you expect a little bit of congestion. Okay, so you weren't... Because we've well, had a tweet from Tim who also says he goes north over the Black Cat and it's improved his journey. He says it's only south onto the A421 that's a problem. Well, I didn't find that coming down from Eaton Sutton. Oh, blimey. Oh, blimey. I mean, I was quite... quite I, I thought I'd try it. Yeah. I'll try it. You just might and, like it. And because I'm might like it and it was yeah, moving. Try everything once. Not everything. I mean, I'm not suggesting you try heroin or anything, <laughs> for goodness sake. That'd be outrageous. No, no, murder. Definitely not. definitely not. But, as I say, I, I, I'm a delivery driver and I like to get places the quickest possible. Well, yes, I think we all do. Don't, well, no, um, actually, saying that, do you know what? I was in beautiful, beautiful Bristol um, on Saturday. I went to, it was in Birmingham, then I drove to Bristol, right? Yeah. It was a lovely day. Down the M5, yeah. Beautiful journey. Record store day, so I went to a couple of record shops. Didn't buy any records. I bought a load of CDs, though. I bought um, uh, f- 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 five, six, seven, eight CDs for 19 quid. Ooh, brap, brap, right? And then I was driving back in the evening from... What did I say? Bristol, Bristol. To, to my home. Okay, mm-hmm. and I was just thinking, do you know what? I'm in no rush to get home. I'm enjoying what I'm listening to on the radio. Sixty miles an hour the whole way, and it was great. And th- I was under. It was. It was. I was because normally I rush around. I zip around. Yeah, 60, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty miles an hour, Kev. It was beautiful. I enjoyed Excellent. the journey. I enjoyed the, the peace. I enjoyed the radio. 
bargains. Great story. Handcuffs and bargains while you're at it. Handcuffs and bargains. Kevin, thank you very much indeed. Handcuffs and bargains? Yesterday, boss, I was in Ann Summers. Did she mind? No. What are you doing in there, mate? What are you buying, mate? Handcuffs? Oh, I'm just looking at some, uh, yeah, handcuffs? some handcuffs and some swimwear, you know, with the missus. Swimwear? Yeah, swimwear, They yeah. don't sell swimwear in that. You're oh. thinking of British home stores. <laughs> they do. They wear some, well, they have some very Those nice aren't swimwear. swimwear, mate. Those are pants. <laughs> There's pants. They don't do swimwear in Anselmers. They do pants. No, they do pants and swimwear. Was it, was it traffic warden swimwear or uh, airline uh, uh, stewardesses swimwear? Uh, I would say stewardesses Yay. swimwear. And do we get any pictures of your missus in that underwear? Uh, no, swimwear. You can, uh, well, it's it's off, often used by me as well. Depends. I'm you know. friends with her on Facebook. I've yeah. seen it all. Have a look. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's a great story, Justin. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Uh, what did you? Oh, hang on a minute, Kelly. What did you do to celebrate International World Guinness World Record Book Store Day? We played a record on introducing. Hey! <laughs> was it the one you got sent the other day? Yep. Hey, it worked. Alice, what did you do? I went to an auction actually in a record shop in Brighton. But I didn't buy anything. Oh no! no. Oh, wait on a minute, an auction? Yeah, there was a massive queue outside a record shop, so yeah. we went in. And it was a big auction, and what? everyone was looking at these sheets of all the things up for... What were the, well, what were they auctioning, mate? Just Re- an absolute load. Of? Records. OK. Could you be any more specific than just saying an absolute load? Well, we didn't spend a long time there. We so were there for, like, ten minutes. You weren't we even didn't... that long, were you? You went in, you went out, it's records, and you went out. Well, yeah, cause we weren't going to queue. We just went in and had a look. It's going to be a slow... Are you with us all week, Alice? No, Thank goodness for that. (laughs) Thank goodness for that. My email was listened to. Uh, So, what I bought was... uh, I bought bought Blur Park Life for a quid. Oh, yeah. It was a quid, because I like End of a Century. Mm. And I was thinking about that the other day. I thought, I like that song. I don't really like Blur. I bought bought that for a quid. I bought, um, like, loads of 60s psychedelic songs for a quid. Bought a James Taylor album for a quid. And then, if you bought five of this other pile, you got them for 16 quid. 15 quid. Mm. So I bought... Um, what did I buy, Just? I don't know. You tell Neil me. Young, Harvest. Oh, yeah, man yeah. needs a maid. Of course he does. <laughs> I bought Ladies of the Canyon, Joni Mitchell, because, you know, let's be honest, she yeah. might die. Yeah. Uh, best time to buy someone's music is when they're dying. Yep. <laughs> Sorry? Sorry. I beg your pudding. Uh, it's a good point well made. Isn't it? It's, uh, it's, yeah, oh, it's, it's cold, harsh. but it's, it's cold. It's, yeah, the it's thing cold. is, because if I wait a month, she dies, that guy's going to be like 10 quid. I know. That's going to be cost a fortune. You've got to get in there quick. Mate, it's a, it's a cold, cold world. You can sell it in a month if she dies with bucks. Thank you. Mega bucks. Mega um, I also bought... Oh, I bought a Keris... I like Keris, Keris Matthews. Oh, I love Keris. Yeah, I love Keris. Well, give a kiss on that great face. Great fact on Keris. She supports Luton Town. It's not she great does. fact, mate. No, it's hang boring. On. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If that's it, there's a boring fact. It's what were the fact. first words out of your child's mouth? Um, Justin D. Uh, n- Nutcup. Nutcup. For Keris Matthews and her child, the first words out of her child's mouth, Luton Town. Well, that's that's sad. It's a great but fact. I'm going to take that record back. And I bought... Oh, I bought the, the Guillemots. Oh, yeah, I remember them. Yeah, I like the Guillemots. I think the Guillemots was a quid. It would be. Oh, the Guillemots are good, man. I work with the Guillemots. I Did say work three with them. of their songs? Oh, the, um, I couldn't do that. Oh, there you go. I, I, I couldn't do that. I, I saw the, the album. I've sat, still couldn't. Well, I've not listened to it yet, mate, but it's Saturday. Oh. I've sat in a room with them while they played a session. You enjoyed oh. it? I did enjoy it a lot, yeah. I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Baby. And I bought something else. Anyway. Justin. It. Rubbish. 
band's names, the Guillemots. Mm. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a, it's a, mm. the Mumford & Sons are saying um, that being called Mumford & Sons is, quote, a ball ache. It's an unusual quote, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very unusual quote, yes. I heard you say it early on, and I heard your voice completely change. You don't expect that from Mumford and Sons. No. So what I've done this morning, you, used to, you mentioned voting earlier on. So what I've done, I've done a two-in-one special here. So I've gone onto the streets asking people about the worst band names, but also okay, the deadline is today. Have you registered to vote? What? If not, why? Hang on, hang on a minute, hang it's on a minute. It's a two-in-one special. Hang on a minute. Hang, hang on a minute. Yeah. I'm gonna go with this. Hang on a minute. How have you com- how and indeed the next question that springs to mind is um why mm. have you combined those two incomb you know as I'm told you, I'm wondering if I can um plap my fingers into each other. <laughs> yeah you can. Oh it's just doing that. Church in the steeple. <laughs> what how? Why? Let's have a listen. Well you, you told me to freestyle this morning. Well, so, so I've got yeah, to I know, but two questions why into one. Why? I've done it, boss. You, you ready to take a listen? Yes, boss. OK, here we go. Taking it to the streets with J-Dog. Gay, Dad. Yeah, but they made some good songs, though, didn't they? No. Thanks for your time, sir. OK. Have a good day. And you too. Chumbawamba. Yeah, yeah, I'm registered to vote, yeah. A lot of people haven't registered to vote. Again, we'll ask you for your opinions. What do you think about those people? Well, it's a waste of a vote, isn't it? And also, dodgy band names. What have you got for us? She waddy waddy. <laughs> they were good, though, weren't they? Daphne, you have registered. Yes. All set up, ready to vote. Absolutely. What do you think about those people who won't be registering to vote? That's their personal choice. That's their personal choice. I believe that, in my case, the suffragettes fought for, the, for women, and therefore I believe in exercising that right to the best of my ability. If they don't vote well, they can't really moan about who gets in. Google goals. Kevin, again, you have registered. Yes. Your thoughts, please, on those that aren't going to bother. Well, if you don't vote, it doesn't give you the right to complain. If you vote, if your party doesn't win, you've tried to do something about it. It gives you the right to complain. Ian, as well, this morning is talking about dodgy band names. Can you think of a band with a really dodgy name? My mate's brother, when I was at college, had a band called Six Flights of Stairs. <laughs> Six Flights of Stairs? Was there a reason behind this? I have no idea, but they, uh, they made a couple of singles. They were uh, OK. Justin, that's the most... Um, uh, that's the most confusing... You've gone from a bloke... You, one bit was literally mm. Chumbawamba. Yeah, yeah, I'm registered to vote. Yeah. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, I'm registered to vote. Chumbawamba, yeah. I could not find one person this morning on the streets who had not registered to vote. It's a two-in-one special. What more do you want? Well, I, w- I would like a one-in-one. I've now got to come up with something else for you. Well, listen, th- th- let's just go with the flow and see what happens. The, something the, will come up. The flow. You know Mama Kath's not here all week. Yeah. So I am literally now the oldest person working on this show. Yeah. Okay? It's the first time it's ever That's, happened yeah. to me. Fact. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm the daddy. This guy. Yeah, the big man. So, yeah, you, you tell me what else you want for the last hour, mm. and uh, I shall go out and talk to people on the streets and uh, see what they've got to say. Yeah, but are you going to combine, you know, just... You asked for two things. Yeah, separately! I've done a, a two-in-one. A two-in-one. give you two-in-one in a minute. I don't want to say which two, and I don't want to say which one. You should be happy. Speak to you in a minute. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
On the M1, there's reports it's been partially blocked southbound between Junction 15 for Northampton and 14 for Milton Keynes. On the A1M southbound, it's slow from Junction 8 for Hitchin to 7 for Stevenage. And on the M25, there are queues anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 14 for Heathrow. In Mill Hill, on the A1 Watford Way, there are delays between Edgware and Mill Hill Circus. And in northwest London, the A40 Western Avenue into London is very busy between the Denham Roundabout and the Hangar Lane Gyratory, so that could cause delays if you're heading that way. On the trains, London Midland have a replacement bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction because the train broke down and there are still delays on the London Underground. Uh, it's suspended on the Jubilee Line between Stanmore and Wembley Park because of a signal failure. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you. I think I've got something for Justin. I think. Mm-hmm. 7.47, it's Monday the 20th, <clears throat> excuse me, of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Drivers are complaining that congestion is still bad at the Black Cat roundabout despite a brand new layout to deal with the problem, although I've just had another tweet from someone saying it's got better. A taxi driver has been robbed at gunpoint in Milton Keynes and people wanting to vote in the general election have to register by the end of today. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. It's a chilly start this morning. Some people have a little bit of ice on windscreens as well. It's been a bit of a frost overnight, but that's because the sky cleared. It's beautiful blue sky and sunshine though this morning, and it's going to continue. A little bit of mist and fog. Further north you are towards parts of Bedfordshire, up towards Milton Keynes and Bedford. It is a little bit misty up there, but it is lifting. It's burning back as we speak, and it should be a really pleasant afternoon. The maximum temperature is 17 Celsius in the sunshine. Overnight, it's a repeat performance. Dry and clear. Temperatures dropping down to 2 Celsius again. We could get a bit of a frost before dawn. Bit of mist and fog and perhaps a little bit of low cloud, but that's going to break up quickly and burn back. Again, a similar day. Maximum temperature for Tuesday, 18 Celsius. And that's your forecast. I wonder if William Hansen is going to be offended by that piece of music and if it's going to make him feel nauseous, Roberto. Every weekday from three, local stories. People in Watford. New trail alerts, new trail alerts. They're being urged to celebrate their local heroes by creating a postcard in their honour. In other local news, rugby fans are being warned to watch out for fake World Cup tickets. Roberto Peroni. Now, a metal detectorist has discovered a archaeological find in a field near Royston in Hertfordshire. Taxi drivers in Luton are demanding to be allowed to drive in bus lanes at all times. There is to be a new station at the Leighton Buzzard Narrow Gauge Railway. Roberto Peroni. Weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, uh, uh, Justin. Yes. Kelly's come up with a suggestion. Is that for tomorrow? What? Her suggestion. Well, I don't know. Well, normally you say what? Kelly's phoning. Oh, that's for another day. Oh no, that's her phone. That's for my phone in for another day, that, mate. We're going to do that in another another day. Another day. Okay. I've got one. She's got one. You see which is the best. I think I know the answer. It's mine. Unless you want a two-in-one special. Oh, I do. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it could work. It could work, couldn't it? Yeah. Oh, what have you got? Come on. Right, Kelly, you do yours. Then I'll do mine. Then we'll, we'll get him to do a two-in-one special. <laughs> you asked for it. Yes. Come on, Kels. I'm all ears. When's when when? Oh, you're been... doing that one. Oh, I thought you were doing the podcast. Where would oh, you go? Whichever. I, mean, I came up with two cracking ones. So three and one special. Three and one special. Come on, Kels. Come on. You can either go out onto the street and teach people how to download the podcast. Right. 
do you know how to download the podcast? Yes, I download it every week, yes. Just checking. Or you could go and find out uh, when is the oldest, when is the, where have they been the oldest somewhere? I'm now the oldest now that Kath isn't here this week. Mm-hmm. The one I've got, Justin, one in three children can't dial 999. Ooh. A third of parents have not taught their children how to dial 999. I like that one. The result, sorry, Kels, mm. uh, there's going to be a one-in-one special. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, which is more natural. The results will raise fears that many youngsters are not being given vital lessons on what to do in emergency. Of the 37% of parents who'd not taught their kids to make the call, half believed they were not mature enough to do so, and one in six admitted their child would not know how to re- would not know how to react if someone collapsed or a fire broke out. Leave it to me. I should go onto the streets and talk to parents. It's around this sort of time they're on the streets, so uh, we'll have a word and see what they've got to say. Plenty of VFs around today, Just? Oh, yeah, lots. And uh, one lady in particular, you know who you are, walking around this morning on the streets wearing leather trousers and big pants. It's not a good look. Justin, thank you very much indeed. That really is... uh... (laughs) I wonder if it'll me. Hey, he gives style advice now. <laughs> I don't know why. He ain't got none. Mm. He started dyeing his beard. Has he? Uh, yeah, his hair's not that natural colour, mate. Why would he do that? Well, he, he, I don't know, but he's got his... Because his beard now looks like Noel Edmonds' beard, which is weird. Mm. Campaigners say even under five should be taught how to call 999. Joe Mulligan, head of first aid learning at the Red Cross, said, by using play acting with your child, you can help them feel confident to act in a real emergency scenario. What, what, so what's the play acting? You pretend that, that mummy's had a heart attack and um, is dying and get him to call up? Is that how you do it? I don't know. I don't know if my boy... Well, my three-year-old certainly doesn't. He doesn't even know how to, you know, wipe his bum. Um, the five That's year- harder. Sorry? That's he, he is tough. The five-year-old, does he know how to do it? Probably not. Probably not. Do you think you should teach them? No. I but trust, what if they need it? I wouldn't what? trust those slackers in an emergency. Yeah, but what I'd if rather, they're the only people there? I'd rather take my own... Well, if they're the only people there, then it'll be just be them that's having an emergency. No. They won't be able to dial in. <laughs> they haven't got phones. They're kids. They're kids. They haven't got phones. I think you should teach them. Um, yeah, one day. Maybe when they're 15. <laughs> I don't like my kids using phones. You know that. You don't like your kids. I don't, well, I've got to take them to... Yesterday, I was showing off. Yeah, I'll take you to Legoland tomorrow, kids, because I'm, I'm like, cool dad and stuff, innit? Mm. And I was thinking, oh, flipping it. We should have just sat in front of the telly and watching... How, how many times have you guys, I'm talking to you, dear listener, parents, seen Paddington since it came out on DVD? Oh, Paddington is always on in my house, and it's, it's quite a good film, the first 38 times. But after that, oh, flip it. Daddy, look at this bit where he's, he's holding the kite. I know, I've seen it. Have your kids been to Legoland before? Yeah, loads oh. of times. Take, take them to a new one. A new Legoland? Yeah, just drive around for a bit. And then put, make loads of Lego in the garden and just pretend they're somewhere else. But like, oh, this is no, this is a new Lego land. I don't know what your problem is. Hey, but by the way, National Record Store Day, yeah. aren't new records ridiculously expensive? Yes. Twenty-five quid for an album, eight quid for a single. It's crazy. I was fingering Brian Wilson um, on Saturday. Um, I was asked to leave. No, I was fingering Brian Wilson on Saturday, but I, in my head, I was expecting that single. You're right. Mm-hmm. To be one pound twenty-five. In your head? It was eight quid. Wow. Then I was, I was fingering the kinks. How much were they? £25. Wow. That's expensive. And then I was um, I was eyeing up the who. And I went over there to... I was kind of fingering them as well. There was another 25 quid. I thought, stuff that. Yeah. I'm not having that. My husband, says Jill, and my son queued overnight on Friday... What? 
queued overnight on Friday night outside David's Music in Letchworth for Record Store Day. Oh, yeah. They were joined by around 25 hardcore vinyl fans out in the cold, with the queue reaching over 120 by the time the store opened. My son got a Bowie Changes picture disc, David Bowie on Record Store Day, and album, along with the Galaxy song, while my husband got me Aha's Take On Me anniversary picture disc. Yeah, I'm, but I bet he must have spent a blooming fortune on it. It's too expensive. Second hand all the way. That's what I say. How much longer have we got to do on this show? I've got some texts. Hey, go on then, let's have that. It's referring to the first hour, though. I... The, Tony? Yep. I know, Ian, I know you like your R's. Yeah. So with that in mind, your bit six to seven could be called the irreverence hour. We can mention that. Listen, between six and seven uh, weekdays, it's it's the best hour of the show, but but statistics show that up, up to nine people actually listen to it. It's the best part of the show. Well, three of us are here. So, well, yeah, but you're not even listening. Hmm? So we are uh, trying, to, trying to make it a little exclusive club where we only ask questions that um, we ask in that hour. They don't get carried over. And we're trying to come up with a name for it as well. Some of the, we can say the names we've got. Bish Bash Warriors, don't like that. Hmm. The Yardy Hour, the Yappy Hour, the Yappy Hour. 60 Minutes of Mystery and Mayhem. So far for me, it's, um, it, it's between two... We've got two that I really like the sound of. OK, we've got the uh, Yappy Hour and... Ragging around. So we've got the Yappy Hour and... Ragging around. Well, so those are the two favourites at the moment. Here we go, listen. Uh, th this is crazy. And uh, 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 a woman who spent years looking for her real mum was amazed to find she was a workmate she'd met. What? Whoa. La Sonia. La Sonia. La Sonia Mitchell-Clark. <laughs> La Sonia. And her son, La Sue, I'm joking. La Sonia <laughs> Mitchell-Clark, 38 was told by officials her natural mum was Francine Simmons. She found the name on Facebook of a woman who worked at her marketing firm. She realised they had chatted at company doo-doos. La Sonia. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. La Sonia. La Sonia called her and said... Mum? I think I'm your daughter. Francie. Do it on the internal office stuff. You get like a little message up on our Yo, mum. I don't know the specifics, mate. <laughs> Can you find out? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Lasonia, if you're listening, could you give me a call, please? Francine confirmed she had had her adopted at birth. They met up in Youngstown, Ohio, US, and Lasonia found she has three sisters. Lasu. <laughs> Lapu. And Ulala. Now, I made up those names at the end, but she's got three sisters, and their real names are Lasu, Lapu, and Ulala. So yeah. that's um, that's worked out quite nicely. Yeah. Imagine that, though, right? You've given up someone for adoption. Who's this keep sending me? Why am I getting silly emails from someone? Oh, I don't know. Someone's sending me joke emails. Um, uh, imagine that you've given up someone for adoption, and then um, you get a little messenger, as you say, pops up. Yeah. A little phone call, little email. Oh, it's my meeting. Oh, wait, no, it's not. No, it's not my mate. Oh, blimey, it's my oh, blimey, uh, daughter. Oh, flip, yeah, I did. 
35 years ago, La Sonia. I was hoping she wouldn't find me because it's, you know, it's a silly name. Or the knock at the door. I know Peter and Wilma Green has talked about um, finding his, his his real dad after... Not Peter and Wilma Green. Uh, the other Peter. Uh, about finding his real dad uh, years after he put, put up for adoption. Imagine that. Imagine getting the knock on the door. All right, Dad. Flipping heck. Who, who is it, darling? Yeah, it's my son. It's my daughter. What's her name? Lasagna. You had a daughter you never told me about, and you called her Lasagna. Out. Get out. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are some delays on the M1. It's very slow southbound between Junction 11 for Dunstable and 9 for Redbourne. But further afield, southbound, there's a lane blocked at the Newport Pagnor services, which is causing southbound delays from Junction 15 for Northampton. In Mill Hill on the A1 Watford Way, it's very slow between the Apex Corner and Mill Hill Circus. And the A41 is busy southbound from the Hemel Hempstead turn-off towards the M25. On the trains, London Midland have a replacement bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction. And on the London Underground, there are delays because on the Jubilee line it's suspended between Stanmore and Wembley Park. Samantha Burr, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you. I'm reminded of a very good point that new vinyl is is pointless. You know why it's pointless, Kelly? Why? Well, because it's basically it's a CD recording that's been pressed onto vinyl. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not an analogue... I'm making an album this year. I am. Not me. He's one of the monkeys. And it's sad to report that it will be... Well, they'd be from the master tapes. It will be WAV or FLAX that we've burnt onto WAX. So... In your face, suckers. and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, drivers unhappy with the new Black Cat roundabout, Milton Keynes taxi driver robbed at gunpoint and victory for Lewis Hamilton at the Bahrain Grand Prix. BBC Three Counties Radio. Motorists are criticising changes to the Black Cat roundabout on the A1 in Bedfordshire. Highways England has spent £5.5 million improving the road layout and installing new traffic lights, which they say will take a few weeks to calibrate. Our reporter Matt Lockwood has been to the Black Cat and says it's the volume of traffic that's the problem rather than the layout. That wasn't too confusing off the roundabout. No problem at all, really. Might be a bit confusing if you use it for the first time, but if you use it every day, you'd soon get used to that. The main problem is the congestion due to rush hour today. It's uh, 5 to 5 on a Friday afternoon, uh, but also these traffic lights which perhaps need some adjustments so that uh, more traffic can flow through at certain times. The trial of a man from Hatfield accused of murdering his four-year-old daughter is due to start this morning. 30-year-old Carl Wheatley denies killing Alexa Marie Quinn in March last year. A taxi driver has been robbed at gunpoint in Milton Keynes. He was attacked by three men after being called to an address in Coffee Hall. Barry Caffrey reports. The driver arrived close to the Church of Our Lady of Lourdes at three o'clock on Saturday morning. The men opened the car doors and punched the driver, who's in his 40s, and threatened him with a handgun. After taking his money and phone, they ran off towards the V6 Grafton Street. The robbers were dressed in dark clothing with hoods and scarves covering their faces. 
Rescuers are continuing to search the Mediterranean after a fishing boat crowded with hundreds of migrants capsized. Survivors say that hundreds of people have been locked in the hold by the smugglers. New research suggests the number of young teenage girls experiencing emotional problems has increased dramatically. 20% were found to be at risk of problems compared with 13% five years ago. When exams come up I start to feel a bit worried or you know when you just have a fallout with a friend or something like that because I get worried really easily. Sometimes I worry about exams or tests I have coming up. I have to try balance school life family, friends and like extracurricular activities outside of school and sometimes it just makes me upset or angry how I can't balance all these things. People have until tonight to register to vote in the general election. The Electoral Commission says around 7.5 million eligible people have yet to sign up. In sport, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton made it three wins out of four this season with victory at the Bahrain Grand Prix. Hamilton finished ahead of Kimi Raikkonen in the Ferrari, who stole second place ahead of Nico Rosberg. And the weather will be chilly at first, but warming up with mist and fog clearing to leave a fine and sunny day. Top temperatures around 17 degrees Celsius at 63 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Lee. Last hour of the show, guys. My head's a popping. My head's a popping. One of these new pills, man, and my head's a popping like my eyes are proper, you know, electric boogaloo. I feel like I'm stood in a field at three o'clock in the morning in 1986. Yeah. Wave your hands in the air like you really couldn't give a stuff. Lots to talk about. Rubbish band names. Registering to vote. Have you done it? Kelly, uh, Kelly did it today. Turns out she didn't need to. <laughs> and we had one of those people in Justin's Vox saying, well, if people don't register to vote, they haven't got a right to complain. Uh, duh. If I didn't vote, of course I've got a right to complain. And do you know what that right is called? My taxes. My taxes. My taxes buys me the right to complain. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. My taxes, not my taxis. They've got their own right to complain, and we've heard they have been doing it recently. My taxes buy me the right to complain, don't they? That was the chair. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Now, good news, guys. Good news all around. You know the uh, money that was spent on improvements to the Black Cat Roundabout on the A1 near Bedford? Yeah, the five point six million pounds. Uh, that was spent to ease congestion. Well, it may or might may not have worked, okay? Because loads of you have contacted us, BBC Three Counties Radio. Hi, nice to meet you. To say the tailbacks are worse than ever and our new the new layout is confusing. Saying that, Matt, we've also had people get in touch today and go, blah, 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 blah. It's um, better, yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm not sure if it's better. Well, no, no. We've had people saying it is better. Who's, who's um, uh, um, uh, we had that gentleman calling in um, we also had Tim. Look, Tim has sent me a picture. Black Cat northbound now. Was usually 20 minutes, now there's only three cars. Well, that's his experience, isn't well, it? We've also had a text yeah. from Stephen Hemmel, and he's talking about the highways agency. Is, 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 well, hang on a minute. Where? That is his experience, and now you're going to get... You, you've dismissed that experience. Yeah, I'm going to get and a so text. And so now you're going to go to a text with somebody yeah. else's experience. Yeah. 
The text from Stephen Hamill says, leave it to the highways agency uh, to mess up another road. It's endemic. They are so incompetent. They spent five billion on widening the M1, then messed it up by turning on the variable speed limits all the time, irrespective of the traffic. Never in the history of uh, roads has traffic lights on a roundabout worked, and there's loads of traffic lights on this roundabout. He calls the highways agency uh, Muppets. We've got a statement from the highways agency in a short while. Thing is, they can never be wrong, and they are never, never brought to task. I spend every day... Oh, God, I won't read that one out. You're still reading this out. Well, I mean, what is what is the point? Yeah. You're... Uh, you, I mean, obviously, some, I know we've got people off sick and people are on holiday and stuff, so you yeah. are our reporter, Matt yes. Lockwood. You get confused very, very easily. There's a starling behind you. There we go, yeah. Yep. There you we see? Go. Uh, so you went and drove up there, didn't you? I did. And here's what happened. Huh? Yeah, I drove, uh, drove around the roundabout, yep. and here's what happened. What happened? Well, it's, it's going to be oh, this clip. I will be there Up and over I will be there Up and over OK, I've switched off the radio now because we're approaching the Black Cat roundabout. Let's just put the windows up. Let's get serious now. Uh, already I've hit tailbacks. Long tailbacks, in fact. So this is not looking good at all. So we're now just crawling towards the roundabout. This is one of the things we've been warned about. They've made these improvements, the highways agency, to the roundabout, but yet the tailbacks are worse than ever. I'm trying to drive and talk at the same time. Uh, it's not my forte, but I'll give it a go. We've also heard that the road layout is confusing. Starting route to Bedford. In a quarter of a mile, at the roundabout, take the fourth exit to merge onto A421 towards M1. Well, this guy let me in. Come on, let me in. Be a gentleman. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, first thing you notice about this roundabout is there are lots the and lots... Take the fourth exit to merge onto A421 towards M1. All right, shut up. There are lots and lots of traffic lights. Uh, many more lanes than before. Lots of feeder lanes. Okay, I think I'm in the right lane here. I mean, this roundabout looks half finished. Still lots of diggers, traffic cones. But to be honest with you, the layout is not too confusing. OK, well, Matt, there's, there's a couple of things in that report I want to pick you up yes. on. We'll do it afterwards. Oh, right, OK. But we will do it on air. Right. Uh, you've been annoying motorists, Matt. What have they been telling you? Well, I went to a service station near the Black Cat roundabout, and to be honest with you, I couldn't find many people speaking out in favour okay. of these changes. Many felt the £5.6 million spent by the highways agency trying to reduce congestion was not worth it. Uh, this roundabout has been a major bottleneck for years and this was meant to make a difference. Here's what motorists told me. When I come for it every morning, there's not really any difference. So it's just as long queues. There's lots of traffic lights. How many traffic lights does one roundabout need? I mean, there's at least 12 there just on, uh, on one side of the roundabout. Well, I don't know. I'm not a traffic management guy. I wouldn't really know, but, but yeah, it doesn't seem to be working much already. But you, you don't think it's kind of improved the situation? This was meant to, you know, ease congestion. We got a shop just round the corner, and whenever we come up in the morning or afternoon, there's exactly the same as was before. I don't think it's improved at all. So no improvement despite all these millions that have been spent? I think they should have sacked them, really, and saved a bit of money. Could have been used a bit better. So you think it's been a complete waste of money and time? Yeah. I say sack the planner. 
Um, I think it remains to be seen over time, um, particular times of the day and so on. It can be particularly busy, and um, as I say, I'm yet to see any improvement. Ragging around. improvement despite all these millions that have been spent on it with a new road layout, feeder lanes, traffic lights. You're, you're saying there's been no improvement? We're going through it tonight. It's exactly the same as it was six months ago, eight months ago. Uh, no, no improvement at all. Well, as with the roundabouts uh, further north up towards Stanford and Cottesmore, um, traffic needs to be taken over it with a flyover, um, proper slip roads and junctions rather than this sort of thing. So this is kind of a short-term fix to a, a bigger problem here? I believe so, yeah. OK, just for the sake of balance, we have had a couple of... We had a phone call and a, a, a tweet saying that they think it actually it's better. Uh, the Highways Agency, Matthew... Yeah, we wanted to speak... What have they been... We wanted to speak to them. What have they been them. saying? So what have, the, what have the Highways Agency been saying, Matt? We wanted to speak to them this morning, uh, but uh, they sent us a statement, yeah. and in the statement it says, we have worked hard, hard to get the A1 Black Cat roundabout layout open to traffic as soon as possible. The traffic signals are an intelligent light system Ooh. and will take a few weeks to calibrate and validate traffic flow data and adjust. Yeah. We will remain on site to check the traffic lights are working with the flow of traffic. Drivers oh. should notice a difference to their journeys, but some are still adjusting to the new road layout, including me. Uh, there is still some finishing off works, which will be completed using overnight lane closures, and the scheme could be completed by late April. Remember they said the scheme would be completed by February and then it slipped because of bad weather to March and now it could be late April. We need to monitor this basically. We need to see in a month's time if uh, they have indeed calibrated, validated the uh, traffic lights and uh, you know traffic is flowing through it better. Uh, you know people are divided on this, aren't they? This this seems yes. to be the thing. It's either yes. you know better or worse, oh, or not made much difference at all, really. <laughs> and it's five point six million pounds. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, just, uh, this, just in case you misheard that. The the improvements are either better, worse, worse, or the same. Yeah. Now listen, I want to pick you up on something. Just listen to the start of your report, and uh, let's see if you can spot uh, the obvious mistake. What happened? Oh no, that's not. <laughs> that's not it. I get a minute. That's I get it. your mistake. That's my mistake there. Okay, I'm allowed to. Here we go. I'll be there. Carry on singing. Up and over, I will be there. Keep singing. Up and over, I will be there. Up and over, I will be there. Up. And over I will be there Up 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 and over Yam will be there Up and over Yam will be there Up and over Yam will be there up and over, Yamo be there, Yamo be there, Yamo be there. What is Yamo be there? It's the name of the flipping song, mate. Yamo. It's the name of the flipping song, Yamo be there. And you're singing it, I will be there. I will be there. It's called, the song is even called, I will be there. The song is called, Yamo be there. Well, that guy can't obviously, you know, speak properly, can he, if he's saying Yamo? What's the name of the song? I mean, he's not even in the It's written by Michael McDonald and Quincy Jones is the name of the I song. I love this song, but you know. You don't love it. It's, it's like saying, I love my wife. What's her name? Tracy. No, it's not. She is. She's she? not called Tracy. How can you say you love a song 
when you don't even know what the title is and you don't even know what the words are. I will be there. Is Yamo be there? Many people have made this mistake about songs. You listen to a song, don't you? And you think it's something else. Well, they don't embarrass themselves you know? by starting off a report about the Black Cat Roundabout with you singing I Will Be There. I Will Be There. Oh, that sounds better than Yamo Be There. And I'm not going to back down on this one. Been a bit racist? What? Yamo Be There. Open over, I Will Be Out There. Out of my studio. Open over, I Will Be Yamo be there! Yamo be there for crying out loud. Oh, it gets me so angry. It doesn't say up and over either, so I don't know where he's got that from. It does. No, it doesn't. It does. I'm on the lyrics, mate. I'm on the lyrics, mate. Go on then. Yamo be there. Whenever you call. Up and over. No, 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 no. That's the, you're looking at the end of the chorus. No. Yes. Right. No. Get right. We'll do the trav. And get then we'll the, read it together. Get the song. Okay. We're gonna sort this. What's We're it gonna. Called? Um, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 southbound, there's been an accident at the Newport Pagnall services, which is causing delays from Junction 15 for Northampton. And on the A1M southbound, it's very slow from Junction 8 for Hitchin to 7 for Stevenage. On the M25, there are queues anti-clockwise from Junction 20 for Kings Langley to 16 for the M40. In High Wycombe, on the A404, it's slow around the M40, Junction 4 at the Handycross roundabouts. And on the trains, there are still delays towards London and the, uh, between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction. There's a train broken down there on the line, so there's replacement bus running and on the London Underground if you're using the Jubilee line it's suspended between Stanmore and Wembley Park but tickets are being accepted on local buses. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you Sammy. Coming up, Nugget. But before that, 8.15. Monday the 20th of April, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines. On BBC Three Counties Radio. Drivers are complaining that congestion is still bad at the Black Cat roundabout, despite a brand new layout to deal with the problem. A taxi driver has been robbed at gunpoint in Milton Keynes, and people wanting to vote in the general election have to register by the end of today. BBC Three Counties Radio. To, we had the gentleman speaking to... I don't know if you heard earlier on, Jonathan. I mean, I know I'll, I'll let you... Um, I'll witter on while you, you get yourself comfortable. Gentleman uh, speaking to Justin earlier on, uh, bizarrely combining the topics of rubbish band names and voting. And he said, well, if you don't vote, if you don't vote, then you don't have a right to complain. Yes, you do. My taxes buy me my right to complain. Whether I vote or not, my taxes oh. buy me my right to complain. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And I've got plenty of right to complain. You're right. You're one of those. Yeah, I'm one of those. <laughs> I'm one of those. A taxpayer. Yes. What you got? Uh, voting. Oh, there you go. Nine, there you go. Yeah. On, on the big phone in today, I'm asking, should you be ashamed of yourself if you don't vote? Oh. Today is the last day for people to register to vote in the general election, and yet seven and a half million people have still not registered to vote. A finger points out from the Daily Mirror's front page today, which is emblazoned with the Union flag, telling readers that past generations have given everything so we have the right to choose our leaders. Their message to the public, your country needs you to vote. 
JVS show listeners have called me in the past to say that they've never voted. Well, this morning I want to explore this a little further. Should you be ashamed of yourself if you don't vote? Mm. Aren't we thoroughly lucky that we live in a democratic country yes. when we could have been very unlucky to be born in a country that's run by an evil dictator? And shouldn't, for that very fact alone, shouldn't we rejoice in our ability to have some say over those who govern us? We could all be French. From... From nine this morning, I want your response. <laughs> Sorry. Should you be ashamed of yourself if you don't vote? I'd love your call from nine on 08459 455 555. The general election on the BBC. As May the 7th approaches, we're cutting through the jargon. To understand what the policies really mean for those of us here in beds, hearts and bucks. We're asking the questions you want answered. Keeping you up to speed with events on television, radio and online. And delving deeper into the issues where we live. Election 2015 on the BBC. Making it clear. For more details, go to bbc.co.uk slash election 2015. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. 08459 555 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. Right, OK. You've got the wrong version. Sorry, hang on a minute. Let's try that. I've got the wrong microphone. You've got the Who's this James Ingram guy? Isn't he, is he not the one who sings Yoma Be There? Yamo Be There? Yeah, that's what it says. Up. Burnover. No, it's Michael McDonald. This I mean, is a duet with him, isn't it? Oh, Hello, is that Tom? No, it's Ian. Yes. How long has she worked with me for? <laughs> right, hang on. <laughs> this is it. Really? Um, OK, here we go. Looking as a waitress in a cocktail bar The Yamo be there, or I will be there, or but definitely up and over. Not according to my lyrics. How long has this gone for? This, this seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Oh. The Sorry? Yeah. There's a lot of setting the scene. Not, yeah, setting the scene of an 80s um, uh, porno. <laughs> Here we go. Go. Father watching us all. You don't know any of the words, do you? Oh, it's about singing to Jesus. Here we go, here we go. Shush! Listen. Yeah, I'll be there. So there we go. It turns out it's a song about God, which I, 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 I'll, I'll share this. That, that puts me off a little bit. Does he? It's like um, that song about um, if God was on a bus. But why is he talking to God like that? Yamo be there. <laughs> It'll mean something. Some, oh, wait for... Out of my studio. That right. sort of sentence isn't in the Bible. Oh, wait, four, five, nine. Well, go on, God. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five... Sorry? That was a complete waste of my time. You're a complete waste of my life. If you love me so much, why don't you marry me? What? That was the chair for crying out loud. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
of people with Parkinson's disease say they've had their symptoms mistaken for drunkenness. New research says an estimated 69,000 people with the condition in the UK have suffered hostility and rudeness from members of the public. Many have been laughed at, and one in seven say they feel trapped inside their homes because of these reactions. Well, Tom Isaacs is from Hertfordshire, co-founder of the Cure Parkinson's Trust. He joins me now. Morning, Tom. Morning. Tom, we were going to speak to you an hour ago, but your, your voice isn't great. Is that just when you wake up? No, so when, when I wake up, I have to take my pills, and then... Ah. And I can't, I can't really speak all that well, and my mind is slow before before I take my pills, and my pills help my work, help my help my help me speak, and they... Me moving and my my mind now is hyperactive. So oh blimey! How long does it take for the pills to kick in? Is it kind of almost instantaneous? Or well, no, no. So I mean, this morning, I mean, they can take anything between twenty minutes and uh, and an hour. And I took took them sort of thinking they would take an hour, and then they took an hour and five minutes this morning. So so does the Parkinson's affect your mind as well? Because I always thought it was a physical thing. Um. Yeah. No. It it it, it affects it, it affects the sort of speed of thought. I think so. So um, yeah, I, I think I think it's yeah. It, 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 I mean, Parkinson's affects control of it of your body, and uh, and so when when you're trying when your brain's trying to send messages to your body to move, it doesn't send them at the, at the you know without without the pills, it doesn't send them at those messages at the, at the right rate. So mm. you, you tend to become very slow and rigid. I'm going to ask some personal questions, Tom. If they're too personal, tell me to get lost and I won't be offended. I will tell you. Thank you, boss. How old are you and what age were you when you got diagnosed? Get lost. Hey! <laughs> oh, well, that's a, thanks, for, thanks for coming no. on, Tom. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 47 I was diagnosed at 26. Because I, that, that, I thought you had a young voice. It's one of the, Parkinson's is one of those diseases that, that, that pretty much up until Michael J. Fox, I think, everybody thought, or a lot of people thought, excuse me, it was an old man's disease. Yes, exactly. No, it, it's um, it absolutely isn't. I mean, one in one in five people uh, um, get it get, who get Parkinson's get it at under four, under fifty, and uh, one in twenty at under forty. So, well, you you might, I'm going to say something that sounds really patronising, but I'm going to I'm going to phrase the question as 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 it came into my head. Okay. You must have been gutted when you got the diagnosis, and I realise that gutted, of course, is a complete understatement. Yeah, I mean. The, yeah, when, when you're told you have Parkinson's, everything goes. You, you just go numb, and you don't you don't hear anything else. The, the uh, doctor's trying to say to you that trying to say to you for the rest of the um, consultation. It, it's um, yeah, it it's it, it, it affects everything. That, it affects your whole future. You know, just those three little words. You have Parkinson's affects everything in your life, and your life has changed irretrievably after after those. Give us to, to tell us how it affects you, how it affects you now, and then we'll get on to the thing about the people's perception of you. What, what, if, if I were to see you kind of walking down the street and doing your shopping, what would I expect to see? Um, well, now you, right now you, you probably wouldn't notice me too much, but because my first pills in the morning don't make me wobble so much, but uh, but by the end of the day, I'd be, I, I could be flailing around. Um, if you spoke to me, I. My um, voice would be more slurred, um, maybe a bit slurred now, um, and uh, and basically I'd be sort of moving around a lot. So I, I'd be looking a bit. I would say it's um, sort of a little, a little bit like an octopus on amphetamine. Mm. So or John Travolta in, in Saturday Night Fever. But hopefully with slightly better clothing. <clears throat> um, yeah. Have you? But this report is saying that, that a significant number of people with Parkinson's have uh, well, they've been laughed at. Have you? But you, have you been laughed at? Uh, I have been laughed at, yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 how, when, where? Well, just, um, when I've been on my phone, because if, if I'm 
But if my mind is thinking about something else, and my symptoms, I mean, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to move a bit because I'm talking, talking to you. Yeah. But, um, so, um, yeah, so, so, you know, if I've, if I've been on the phone in, in the street and someone across the other side of the street sees me on the phone, they think, oh, he's, he's had a few. And, uh, and, and, you know, I'm, because I'm moving in a really strange way, they, they think, you know, it's a, it's a drunk person moving in a really strange, in a, in a, in a strange way. So, that, so they laugh at me, and um, I usually give them what for. <laughs> do, you, do you? Do you have? Do you have words with them? No, I just, I just say it's Parkinson's. It's, yeah. I'm not drunk. It's Parkinson's. You know, I think people need, need to be aware. And these are these are adults because I can kind of understand very young kids laughing because because they they don't have the world experience. And if my, my kids haven't laughed at anyone they've seen in the street who looks a bit different, but they've often said. No, not about wheelchairs, actually, because their nan's in a wheelchair. But they've often said, uh, oh, oh, why does that person look like that? Or why is that person doing that? And then we've had the conversation. But um, the laughing must make you feel rotten. Um, it doesn't bother me, really. It, it, it's, um, you, know, it, it, you, you do with so much with Parkinson's that it's water off a duck's back, really. you just got just to get on with it and just, I think, educate people. Ever, we, had, um, any, uh, ever had anyone be nasty or, or you know, un- unpleasant to well, you? Well, I, I had the classic experience where, um, where I was in, um, driving along in, in my car and, and uh, I must have touched the bumper of the car in front and the woman... Uh, got out and yeah. and and she 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 thought she thought I was drunk and she dialed nine nine nine. Oh blimey! And <laughs> and long story short, the police came and uh, she she was saying, you know, look, this guy this guy is drunk. He's just ruined my car. And they looked at her car and there was nothing nothing. There wasn't a scratch on it. And they said he's got Parkinson's and 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 she had to apologise in the end, but she was, you know. <laughs> Now, there will be still, the, the, I, I'm surprised. Can you still drive, Tom? Yes, I can. What, what are the rules on that? Because there will be. I, I'm surprised that you're that you're um, allowed to. If you have a problem with with physical control. Yeah. So, so I think I think I think basically you 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 reviewed every three years. I think I think that's the, the, the idea. Yeah. Or, or you or you. Um, I, I don't know what the exact rules are, but but basically, um, if your symptoms get get. Um, a lot worse than than you then you have to inform the DBL, DBLA. Yeah. Um, what what's your message? You you start you, you're a co-founder of the Cure Parkinson's Trust. Mm. Uh, what 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 kind of message do you want to? When you hear you know that sixty nine thousand people with the condition have suffered hostility and rudeness, what do you want to say? I think I think the most important thing is to is to communicate to people because. I, I, it's just a lack of it's a lack of understanding, and I think if, if you just if you just ignore it, then then people will will, will go on doing it. Uh, you know, I think if you if you if you got to ex, to, ex, to, to even explain, look, I have Parkinson's. Mm. This is a symptom of the con- condition or symptom of the medication I'm taking. Then then you know it, it kind of takes the wind out of their sails, you know, and you know, they're, they're only they're only being rude because they think you're drunk, mm. and and. You know that 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 it, it simple communication can deal with that. So so um, you know, obviously you don't want to. Um, I mean, you, you don't want um, to to make people even worse than they are already. But but um, but uh, but I mean, you, you have to take each case as it comes. But um, my message, my message is one genuinely one of huge hope for people with Parkinson's. There are exciting exciting treatments coming on board now, which. Uh, which are, which is looking really good. Mm. Tom, if people want to find out more about the Cure Parkinson's Trust, where do they go? 
Uh, you can ring us on 0207-929-7656 or go to our website, www.cureparkinsons.org.uk. Nice one, Tom. Thank you very much for speaking to us. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, 08459 Let's get the trav... Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1, there are delays southbound between Junction 15A for Toaster and the Newport Pagnell services. That's because of an accident earlier. It's also looking slow on the speed sensors between Junction 11 for Dunstable and 9 for Redbourne. On the M25, anti-clockwise, there are queues between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and 16 for the M40. In Mill Hill, on the A1 Watford Way, that's looking slow from the apex corner towards Mill Hill Circus. And in High Wycombe, the A404 is very busy on all approaches to the Handycross roundabouts. On the trains, London Midland have a Placement bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction. That's because there's a broken down train on the line. And on the London Underground, that is still suspended between Stanmore and Wembley Park with minor delays on the rest of the line. That's because of a signal failure at Stanmore. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts, and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Agnew, the headlines, a taxi driver has been robbed at gunpoint in Milton Keynes. He was attacked by three men after being called to an address in Coffee Hall. Motorists are criticising changes to the Black Hat roundabout on the A1 in Bedfordshire. Highways England has spent £5.5 million improving the road layout and installing new traffic lights, which they say will take a few weeks to calibrate. The trial of a man from Hadfield accused of murdering his four-year-old daughter is due to start this afternoon. 30-year-old Carl Wheatley denies killing Alexa Marie Quinn in March last year. The weather will be chilly at first, but warming up with any mist clearing to leave a fine and sunny day. Top temperatures around 17 degrees Celsius. That's 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton has extended his lead at the top of the Formula One Drivers' Championship with victory at the Bahrain Grand Prix. The world champion finished ahead of Kimi Raikkonen's Ferrari in second with Hamilton's Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg in third. Hamilton says it was an enjoyable race. What's a race without a bit of, bit of nerve-wracking moments? Yeah, but otherwise a, a really good race. It was nice to have to push much, much more, you know, and be much more on the edge and... And just generally uh, having to be really conscious of other teams, it was it was good. I, I don't know how it was for other people to watch. Obviously, I wasn't doing anything overtaking, so I didn't get to do the exciting stuff. I'm glad because I was up ahead. Watford are a point clear at the top of the championship after Saturday's 1-0 home win against Birmingham. Craig Cathcart scored the goal and the Hornets boss, Slavisa Djukanovic, is delighted with the progress his side have made. It's a really tough and complicated week. We, we finished the week with a successful week for, for us. Now it's important rest a little bit our body, our mind and, and be ready for the for prepare the next Brighton game. The Milton Keynes Dons are a point behind a League One automatic promotion position after Saturday's 6-1 home win over Leighton Orient. Bowditch, Baker and Ali scored, with Rob Hall getting a hat-trick and the Dons' boss, Carl Robinson, is positive his side can go up. If we end up on 91 points and don't go up, I think it's, uh, it'd be quite remarkable. So I think if we control our own destiny and our own future, we, uh, we've got some very difficult games ourselves, Doncaster now and Rochdale, and before we finish off in the spectacle, last game of the season on the Sunday into Oval, and um, it's, it's, we're almost at the end. And, but I think if you go into the playoffs, I don't think anyone will cope with us. So whatever way you want to throw at us, we'll take it. It's as simple as that. 
And Aston Villa are through to their first FA Cup final in 15 years after beating Liverpool 2-1 at Wembley. Fabian Delft scored a second-half winner to reach the final against Arsenal at the end of May. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at nine o'clock. The reason I'm playing this... It's the only way to make my next caller sound vaguely exciting. Morning, Matt! Morning. How are you doing, Matt? I'm fine. Okay, okay. It's not worth What have you called in for today, Matt? Uh, you were listening to. Uh, what's that? Oh, God. Hang on. We were listening to YouTube yesterday. You were listening to YouTube. YouTube yesterday. Hey, Matt, guess what? Yeah. YouTube's got pictures as well. Yes, yes, just listen. Will you keep your mouth shut and listen? You sound much better with this music. And I want to, I want you to tell me... I feel less you... inclined to jump off a bridge. Oh, y- Yes, Matt. Hey, Matty Bum Bum. I, I don't know why I'm Hey, Matty Bum Bum, I calm down. Neil Young, we were talking about. Hey! I bought. I was. I introduced my boys to the world of Neil Young yesterday. They wanted to dance. It's difficult to dance to a man needs a maid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A maid. Harvest, harvest. A maid. I love him singing Harvest Moon. A maid. Dum 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 dum. Maid. A man needs a maid. When will I see you again? And the boys are trying to dance to it. <laughs> Bless them. Yes, go on. And we we bumped into one song, which is Warren Zeburn. Yeah, Werewolves of London. What? Yes. Yeah. How did you guess that? Because it's the only song he really did. No, no, but he's you go into his albums, they're absolutely brilliant. So you were listening to YouTube and you bumped into a song. Oh, I wish the internet were like an old people's and home. And Batman Turner Overdrive. You ain't seen nothing yet. Yes. And, oh, I can't, the other one is, oh, and I, I said, I'm going to ask him tomorrow, I'm going to catch him. Matt. You haven't caught me out yet, Matt, you can't no, catch no, me out, no, I'm too no, good. You've caught yourself out, you can't remember the name of it. Of course, we love Kenny Rogers. Mm. We love I'll tell you the best Kenny, Kenny Rogers song. Which? I just checked in to see what condition my condition was Rubbish. in. Rubbish, so, Sorry? Who, and who was the group he was with? Uh, it was um, the, 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 the something edition. Hang on. It was, um, it wasn't, um, it was, uh, uh, was it the new edition? Sorry. Whoa! Hang on a minute. Edition. It was the first edition. First edition. Kelly, get, 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 uh, Kenny Rogers in the first edition just checked in to see what condition my condition was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? That is a good song, Matt. Best song Kenny Rogers ever did, and you oh know it, fella. Oh, my God. No daytime friends and nighttime lovers. Here we go. Did you hear this story earlier on? You'll like this one. Go on. Man has eel-like fish surgically removed from bum. Oh, my God. A man was... Oh, my God. That's what he said. Yeah. A man was forced to have surgery after a long fish got stuck in his anus. Yeah. What, he didn't have a rod then? Graphic footage has emerged of the procedure which shows medical professionals pulling the lungfish from a Brazilian man's backside. 
The eel-like fish had ventured so far up that it had become lodged in the patient's bowels. Good God. People can be heard laughing and gasping in amazement as the operation nears an end. A number of people have phone cameras out at the ready to capture the moment the creature is pulled free. I'm guessing they did it, Matt, like a tug-o'-war. Ian, one more question. Yes, my love. Listen, Sarah Kennedy used to be on Radio 2 every morning. Yes. What was her signature tune in the morning? Well, hang on a second. How have... You'll never get this in. Hang I'm on a you... second. Why are, you, why are you bringing that up? Because it's your favourite singer. Uh, Neil Young. So, so Sarah Kennedy's... Had a series every morning early, five to seven or something. Right. She was on the very early morning show, like you, yeah. six to nine or something. Yes, that's when I'm on, mate, six to nine. Yeah, yeah, which is really a bit too much, really, when you think about it. Yeah. But um, what was the name of the single? And Margaret used to love this, and uh, she she used to talk through it like you do when the record came on. What do you? What? Do you, what uh, I don't... Neil Young. It's a Neil Young song. That's the clue. Yes. Okay. What? Well, I just, just, just. I don't understand what what you're telling me. So hang on a minute. It's a great Neil Young song, which is a lovely song for your kids. You find it and you play it to your kids. They'll love it. Well, hang on, but why, why are we talking about Sarah Kennedy? Because she was the greatest, one of the greatest... Oh, you radio. don't say she was one of the greatest! Yes, like Terry Wogan and Jonathan Smith. Who's Jonathan Smith? The greatest. Who's the jo- new Terry Wogan. Who's Jonathan Smith? Oh, God help us. No, yeah, God help us. Who's Can John- you think of the name of the record, Ian? Who is Jonathan? We're, we're sliding away now. No, 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 no. We're sliding you're doing away. A fish no, on me. we are focusing you're very. Not, you're doing a fish, Ian. No, 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 no. We are focusing very. We'll come to. We'll come to the Neil Young song because yes, yes, I do know the answer. We'll come to the Neil Young song that Sarah Kennedy uses the theme tune in a minute. Yes. But who is Jonathan Smith? <sighs> who is Jonathan? Smith! He's after you, isn't he? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You mean Jonathan Vernon Smith? Look, I like to call him just Jonathan Smith. It's not so posh. You know. Right. Go on, what was the song? I've got the song here. Go on. Yeah, you ready? Yeah. It was this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, my condition, my condition was in. Yeah. I woke up this morning. Kenny Rogers, my friend. Sundown no, acid. No, 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 no. It's Kenny Rogers on LSD. I found my mind in a brown paper bag, but then I tripped on a cloud and fell eight miles high. I tore my on a jagged sky I just dropped in To see what condition My condition was in Yeah, yeah Oh yeah, what condition My condition was in I pushed my soul In a deep dark hole And then I followed it I watched myself crawling out as I was crawling 
on the beach? No. Sorry? No. Sorry? Wait until the morning comes. Uh, I'm gonna give you till the morning, the morning comes. comes. Until till the, the morning, morning comes. I'm gonna give wait until the morning comes. Till the morning comes. You play that for you kids, they will love it's it. It's a great song. Thank you, Matt. Oh, Matt, say hello to Justin. Hello, Justin. Good morning, geezer. Uh, Justin, you know about more about pop music than he does. He didn't know what Pictures of Lily was about. <laughs> oh, Pictures of Lily. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. What condition, what condition was it? This is a tune. Here we go, here we go. Someone painted April Fool's and big black letters on a dead in the sand. Can you believe he went from this to daytime friends and nighttime rovers? Miles out of Memphis and I got no friends. Eight miles straight up downtown somewhere. I just checked. Hey, ready, everybody? Here we go. Come on, come See on. what condition my condition was in. Come on, Matt, come on. It's been a long time since you've been at it, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Matt, you're a good sport. Speak to you later. See you, mate. Ta-ta. <laughs> That's... Oh, listen... That's a tune, guys. Kenny Rogers on LSD 25. <laughs> That's a tune, isn't it? Oh, do you know what? I've not played that song for years. It's, it's a, cracking. No, it's a, it was ruined by being in... The, what was that noise? I don't know. It's ruined by being in that awful film, The Big Lebowski. Mm. Terrible, mm. terrible movie with the dude. The dude. That's one of the best films ever. Sorry, Alice, mate, um, but, but it's... I disagree n- with you a lot. Well, you, you, are, you are wrong to disagree with me, Alice, for several reasons. First of all, I know films. Secondly, I'm your boss until nine o'clock, <laughs> and I can make the next 17 minutes of your life hellish. It's an incredible film. I can't believe you don't like it. Rubbish film. What do you think, Kelly? Do you like it? I've not seen it. There you go. You, you say so. She's out. on my you side. Have to see it. You Loyalty dictates she on my side. Kelly, what's your hunch? Do you think it might be a good film? Don't mention yeah, her Kelly, hunch, mate. Good. Don't mention her hunch. That's bullying. Mm-hmm. Kelly, you'll like it. There's bowling in it. I, I don't think I'll watch it, but thanks, guys. Thanks, mate. That's so nice of you to... Um, be on your side. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lo- you could make the last 17 minutes of the show hell for me if I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Justin! Yes, for nine nine nine. Yes, we're gonna do it after November. Yep. I hope the weather's nice because I've got to go. To, no, I hope the weather rains. <laughs> Something really interesting in this package coming up. <laughs> it says Justin to no, every no, lady no, he's no. ever taken home no, with him. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> it's got nothing to do with ladies. This one, it's got to do Men? with uh, yeah, Graham, who approached <laughs> me on the streets this morning, oh. who's a big fan of yours. He said I used to listen to Chris Moore's every single morning. Right. When he finished, I thought, what's on the radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then I found you, and okay. he says, every morning I told the whole family okay. about it, the whole family's okay. tuned in. Does He's got a very interesting point to make. OK. Does he tell us that, st- does he tell us that story in the package? Because no, he just... tells us about his son, darling, 999. Hey. But, hey. but not on purpose. Oh! Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
There are delays on the M1 southbound between Junction 15A for the Northampton services and the Newport Pagnell services after an accident there earlier on. On the M1 northbound, there are also queues because of an accident that's now been moved to the hard shoulder, though, between Junction 11 for Dunstable and 12 for Flittick. On the M25, it's busy anti-clockwise between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and 16 for the M40. Also, the A40 Western Avenue is very slow around the Denham roundabout to the Hangar Lane gyratory. On the trains, London Midland have a replacement bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction because a train's broken down. And on the London Underground, the Jubilee Line is still suspended between Stanmore and Wembley Park because of signal failure. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 8.45... Monday the 20th of April, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Drivers say work to improve the Black Cat roundabout at Sandy has done little to improve rush hour congestion. A taxi driver has been robbed at gunpoint in Milton Keynes and more than 7 million people still haven't registered to vote in the general election. We'll talk to Daily Moore after the weather with Kate. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. It's a chilly start this morning, but it will warm up significantly through the course of the day. One or two of us had a sparkle of frost this morning. That's long gone. We've got blue sky and sunshine, a light northeasterly wind and a maximum temperature later of 17 Celsius. So a really pleasant Monday afternoon. Overnight tonight, dry and clear. Temperatures dropping down to two. So again, ground frost is possible by dawn tomorrow morning. Also maybe a little bit of mist. That will lift fairly swiftly tomorrow morning. It'll burn back and then it's another fine and dry day. Plenty of sunshine, maximum temperature just a touch warmer at 18 celsius and that's your forecast every weekday morning coming up at nine on the big phone in this morning is it a good idea to make jobless teenagers work for their benefits how would you like this country to stand up to president putin are you surprised to see british people being blatantly racist the jvs show i think we've got to get over this issue about racism doesn't exist it it has existed it will probably carry on existing what i wanted to say they've got this completely the wrong way around you know that, that that is also true that is also true you will always get some but they are such a minority. Oh, the man's a buffoon. Get him up, get him out of bed, give him a sense of purpose. The JVS Show. Do you think we have got to, as a country, start taking this issue more seriously? Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. What? Hmm? What? I whispered kindly in your ear that I had some texts. Oh, well then let's, um, let's, let's hit the texts. Yum, Moby there is going off. You are driving me nuts. It's rubbish. Is that from, from Kath? Marion. <laughs> <laughs> Emma. Yeah, I do. Johnny and Sandy says he drove through the black cat at 1am this morning and it was fine. Oh, please. He do doesn't not, know what anyone's prob is. Don't run over any black cats, please. And it, another it could text. be mine. <laughs> Could be my little girl. Hi, Ian. Really interesting. You were talking to that guy with Parkinson's. You were interviewing a guy a few weeks ago, I think, from the Kinks. I thought he was drunk until he mentioned he had had a stroke. Yeah. It just shows how wrong we can be. It was, da- it was Dave Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, who's um, I've interviewed in the past, and he's, 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 he has improved considerably. Yeah, he was a bit slurry, and, and people think, oh, old rock star must be drunk. Mm-hmm. But no, he'd had a stroke. Um, Justin. The Kinks. Oh, yesterday, do you know what I did? That was by the Beatles. The Kinks. The Kinks. I got into my car. I fingered the Kinks at the weekend. What? 
But it's 25 quid. New vinyl is really, really expensive. New vinyl? Yeah. 25 quid for a new Kinks album? Well, they've... No, they've... they've World Records, all day. They release a load of records on vinyl. Mm -hmm. But new records don't count because they're only WAVs or MP3s or flax. They're, they're yeah. basically CDs burned onto plastic. They're not analogue. They're not the fat vinyl sound that we all know and love. Yeah. Think of Brian Wilson in uh, Bristol as well at the weekend. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight quid for a single. Stuff wow. that, fella. Stuff that. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah, thank you, mate. It's all right. It's no problem. Go on. Just saying, I was um, in Hemel yesterday, windows down, listening to the kinks, and uh, I was singing away to You Really Got Me, and I was screaming out the of obvious my... ones, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, OK. All right, chill out. Oh. I was screaming out I'd of my window. I'd have gone deeper into to the albums. Yeah, but uh, sometimes you've got to go with the classics You're that people right, know mate. and love. You're right, And mate. I was screaming out of my window. I couldn't help it but say, guys... This is half a century old. Yeah. Half a century. Incredible. Yeah, mate, that's a great story as well. Thanks very much. One in three children can't dial 999. Mm. That's the story in the newspapers today. Yes. Nearly half of parents thought their children weren't mature enough to know about the emergency services. Oh, we're going to play one of my favourite clips in a minute. <laughs> and I mean, it's horrible, but it's funny. Uh, a while ago, we spoke to Holly from Milton Keynes and her four-year-old son, Maddox, that's important, saved her life by calling for an ambulance. Uh, this is a clip of the 999 call, and, it, I mean, it, well... Hello? What's your name? Nugget. OK, how old are you, Nugget? Four. Four? OK, tell me what's happened to Mummy. She hurt her leg. How she hurt her leg? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How, and that call, basically, <laughs> that call from Nugget. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Hello, Nugget. Can we just clip that? Um, uh, unless it's... I can't remember what she says, actually. It might not be... Makes sense. Anyway, uh, that call basically saved uh, his mum's life. Mm. It mm. saved his mum's life. Unbelievable. Is that... What's wrong with your mum, Nugget? She's got kidneys. Boom. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Four years old. And we, we, we spoke to Holly a while ago. And, um, you she know, was she's so proud, wasn't she? Rightfully so. Justin, you've been speaking to parents this morning, haven't you? Yeah, I have. And it has to be said, the majority of parents have taught their children about how to dial 999 in an emergency. But, but the interesting thing for me coming up here is Graham at the end, who is a keen listener. And it's got me thinking, can this really happen? I'm sure your listeners will have a view on this. I've been talking to parents this morning about their children dialing 999 in an emergency. Here's what people had to say. Madam, you're looking a bit cool this morning with the shades on. <laughs> well, you've got to be in it. <laughs> Love that look. Now, you're here with your young child this morning. Yeah. If there was an emergency and something happened to you, mm -hmm. would your child know what to do? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Darling, 999. Yeah, she would dial 999 and she'll probably try and um, wake me up or help me in, in whatever way she thought she could. I mean, when did you start teaching your... What's her name, by the way? Kenyatta. Talking here as if she doesn't exist, Kenyatta. When did you first started? When did you first start teaching Kenyatta about Darling 999? When she started nursery. As young as that. Yeah, definitely. I'm a teaching assistant at a school, so I think it's important that you yeah. you teach them these life skills from early. That's part of life skills. So yeah. Martina, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Lovely. Here with your young daughter. How old's your child? Seven years old. Seven years old. Okay. If something happened to you, yeah. would your child know about Darling 999? Yes, she know. She knows. She always... Uh, I explain her everything, so she knows everything about these things. Graham, you've got a, a two-year-old child, correct? I have, yeah. OK, so we're talking about Darling 999 today. If something, <laughs> if something happened to you, yeah. would your two-year-old, and that's very, very young, would they know what to do? 
I don't know if he'd know what to do, but he has rung 999 about five or six times, and we keep getting calls from the police saying, please don't, um, please look after your child and stop getting to stop ringing the number all the time. And that's happened uh, seriously about four or five times. But to be honest with you, no, he wouldn't know 999. He just presses it on the phone. To be honest, that's weird though because if he's dialing nine nine nine, he knows about the number clearly. I think it's just numbers on the, on the keypad and just randomly done. It. I suppose it's in the bottom corner or something because yeah. it's obviously the phone's locked and you only can make an emergency call, so it's just random numbers. He might have pressed it ten ten nines, but the first three nines obviously go through. Yeah. So, so you've never had a conversation about, and again, very very young, but you've never had a conversation or tried to about emergency services or anything like that. It's just. It's just pure chance he's dialing 999. Absolute pure chance, yeah, totally. How interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we keep getting calls off the police, like, you know, right. they're saying, like, you know, please stop it because it could, it could be an emergency at one point, like. How unusual. Okay, Graham, nice to meet you. Take care. Thank you. Cheers, don't, just. Don't give him the phone, Gray. That's uh... mm, But he's getting hold of that phone. Yeah, I, mean, well, don't. I don't know. Lock it. I, I don't... Pe people might have similar stories, I don't know. Justin, sorry, what were we talking about today? 999. And, and just, just uh, ask, ask me the question you asked them. The question I asked, what, on the streets this morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, if there was an emergency, would your child know what to do? That wasn't the question you'd asked. What was the question I asked then? Can I can I just cue it up again? It might take a minute. Hang on a second. Let's have a listen. Madam, you're looking a bit cool this morning with the shades <laughs> on. <laughs> well, you've got to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> Love that look. Now, you're here with your young child this morning. Yeah. If there was an emergency and something happened to you, mm -hmm. would your child know what to do? Not yet. Oh, yeah, That's not, not, not the question, okay. Justin. 999. Yeah, she would dial 999 comes up again. Comes and up again. she'll probably try and um, wake me up or help me in, in whatever way she thought she could. I mean, when did you start teaching your... What's her name, by the way? Kenyatta. Talking here as if she doesn't exist. Kenyatta. Kenyatta's when did there. You first started, Obvious. When did you first start teaching Kenyatta about dialing 999? When there we go, did it there. Nursery. Next one as well, it's clearer. Yeah, definitely. I'm a teaching assistant at a school, so I think it's All important right, sure. that you, yeah. you teach them these life skills from early. That's part of life skills, so yeah. There we go. Martina, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Lovely. Here with your young daughter. How old's your child? Seven years old. Seven years old. Okay, if something happened to you, yeah. would your child know about dialing 999? There. Yeah. What did you just say? About dialing 999. About what? About dialing 999. Say it again in conversation. Would you say the whole sentence? Would your child know? Would your child know what to do? No. No, no, no. Okay. Would your child know about, and then say it. So do, do Would that. Would your child know about darling 999? <laughs> I don't know, sweetheart. <laughs> do you know what you're saying? No, go on. Say it again. Mark. Oh, say it again, sweetness. Sake. Say it again. On. Say it again, sweetness. Okay. <laughs> if there was an emergency. Would your child know about dialing 999? I don't know, honey! <laughs> OK. Do, do you know what you're doing? I've got no idea. Do it no. again, do it again, no, do it again. for goodness sake. Do it again. OK. No, stop laughing, you two, please. This is serious. This right, is a okay. serious phone-in, actually. If there was an emergency and something happened to you, would your child know about dialing 999? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing, darling. Speak to you later. Cheers, boss. <laughs> Because I noticed it when he introduced the piece. He was saying, darling, 999. He loves to put in a chat up line. It, 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 the fair play. You've got to say that about Dealey. Always working it. Yeah. Always. Darling, 999. Mm. Sometimes he might be darling is darling. I've run out of steam now. I've got two minutes to go. We've got any Texas? Yeah, I'm be there. away. I'm be there. Let me find something. Oh, here we go. Look at Page three of the uh, 
the sun. Don't watch Britain's Got Talent. You know why? Because it's rubbish. This is inappropriate as well. They've put this story about a 12-year-old under one, two, three, four pairs of boobs. Britain's Got Talent sensation Henry Gallagher is set to ask out his schoolgirl crush after wowing the show with his song about her. Oh, flip. I hope she tells him where to shove that guitar. That was not the chair that time. (laughs) The guitarist, 12, thrilled 11 million viewers and got four judges yeses for his tune, Lightning, on Saturday night. Lightning played on Saturday night. The the song is called Lightning, full stop. It was played on Saturday night. Henry has been too shy to approach the girl, who he's known for a year and isn't naming. But he reckons... How will she know? Hmm? How will she know it's for her? Uh, well, he, he reckons his amazing performance has given his confidence a boost. They return to school tomorrow and Henry said, fingers crossed, I'll get a date. Amanda Holden said, I would get her within two seconds, but I prefer the girl at school. <laughs> That's quite... I chat, come on. Amanda Holden... Here we go. Uh, fingers crossed again. Amanda Holden said, I would get her within two seconds, but I prefer the... But, no. Mm. But I prefer the girl... No. But I... <laughs> If I can't not. Um, sorry. Amanda Holden said I'd get her within two seconds, but I'm still a bit shy. Before I was like, no way. Now I'm like, maybe. I'm a mo- It's a 12-year-old. 12-year-olds shouldn't be even thinking about that kind of... 12-year-olds shouldn't be on television. They shouldn't be oh, writing yeah. songs. They shouldn't be singing. They certainly should not be allowed within 100 yards of Amanda Holden because <laughs> she is going to corrupt their minds. Kelly, excellent stuff today from Alice. Alice, adequate stuff today from Kelly. Uh, lockers... I mean, just, oh, daily, my darling. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays on the A1M southbound between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. On the M25, there are queues anti-clockwise between Junction 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40. And in High Wycombe on the A404, it's looking slow on all the approaches to the Handycross roundabout. In Chester, the A10 Great Cambridge Road is also looking very busy between Church Lane southbound towards the M25. And on the trains, there's a replacement bus between St Albans Abbey and Watford Junction for London Midland services because the train's broken down on the line. And also there are some delays on the London Underground. The Jubilee line is suspended between Stanmore and Wembley Park and the Bakerley line also has severe delays between Queen's Park and Harrow and Wilson. Smart the Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much indeed. Excellent stuff from you as always. Doesn't doesn't even need to be said but I'm going to say it for goodness sakes. Don't forget you can download the podcast. Go to iTunes. Ian Lee BBC, it pops up. Or you can listen again on the iPlayer. I recommend last Friday's show. Till tomorrow at six from all of us. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. Start of a new week. It's nine o'clock and on today's big phone-in, should you be ashamed of yourself if you don't vote? Today is the last day for people to register to vote in the general election and yet 7.5 million people have still not registered to vote. A 
finger points out of the Daily Mirror's front page today, which is emblazoned with the Union flag, telling readers that past generations have given everything, so we have the right to choose our leaders. Their message to the public, your country needs you to vote. Well, JVS show listeners have called me in the past to say that many of you have never voted. Well, I want to hear from you this morning. Should you be ashamed of yourself if you don't vote? Here's my telephone number for your call. 08459 455 555. This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. So I hope to hear from you in just a second, but first, let's get the latest BBC News at nine o'clock. Here's Lee Agnew. A taxi driver has been robbed at gunpoint in Milton Keynes. He was attacked by three men after being called to an address in Coffee Hall. Barry Caffrey reports. The driver arrived close to the Church of Our Lady of Lourdes at three o'clock on Saturday morning. The men opened the car doors and punched the driver, who's in his 40s, and threatened him with a handgun. After taking his money and phone, they ran off towards the V6 Grafton Street. The robbers were dressed in dark clothing with hoods and scarves covering their faces. The trial of a man from Hatfield accused of murdering his four-year-old daughter is due to start today. 30-year-old Carl Wheatley denies killing Alexa Marie Quinn in March last year. European Union foreign ministers are meeting today to discuss how to stem the flow of migrants attempting to cross the Mediterranean. Hundreds of people have died after the sinking of a fishing boat that was smuggling migrants. The Maltese Prime Minister Joseph Muscat says Libya needs to form a government that would accept international intervention. That would enable then the United Nations Security Council to come up with a resolution which I believe would be backed unanimously, enabling an international coalition to come in. I don't think that there is a lack